0: In 2020, our friends job. decided to listen to every one of the greatest made. 500 albums as yeah. decided by Rolling Stone Magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. We are all the way up to album one. Three, two, and from nineteen seventy-eight, kind of, it's the album that what? doesn't quite get how album titles work, or they understand, or, or the they, or, album. or they understand it better than anyone ever has. This is the forty greatest hits by Hank Williams. It's, there's no messing around with that album title. Listen, guys, no messing around right now. By the way, this listen, is a, this is one of listen, our fast episodes. listen, listen. we got to
1: get. Yeah, we didn't talk about how to go through all 40 of these songs, so we should figure we, this the we should do some part strategy.
2: Of, dude, this is the best part of the podcast we've made it this far where we don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> a year a year ago when we had James Brown's five CDs, we cared. This year, we don't care. We couldn't care less. And I just saw Avatar in 3D, so I can't wait for
0: 4D, greatest hits. I mean, it's oh, on now. Yes.
1: How is Avatar? That's the one I haven't seen yet.
0: I was just lying, Aaron. God, you busted me. I haven't seen it. I
1: kept wanting to take my kids to go
0: see that 4D theater, you know, where it shakes and it like sprays water on you, which by the way is gross. If you have popcorn, you're like eating popcorn and water gets sprayed on your face and you're like, ugh, I was eating. But they said, uh, sir, you can't, what am I going to say? Something about being blue. Ah, never mind. I was going to do a blue penis joke, but I just don't have the energy for it, guys. Can you, everybody at home, do me a favor. Can you make up your own avatar blue penis joke just in your head? Just- <laughs> do with it. It's something about a theater a
3: popcorn box. Navi. Do think, popcorn. Who do you think out of the listeners that we know has the best blue penis joke? Who do who you
2: has think has the, the best blue penis of our listeners? The guy, the, I would. I would say the guy who lives in Alice Court in South Saint Paul. What's I was gonna go
1: with I was gonna go with Barry from Burnsville.
3: I was, I really against, the
2: best. I was thinking Brian and Woodbury
1: is got some sneaky good blue penis jokes. Ba- Barry from yeah. Burnsville might have a whole book of those types of jokes. Right.
0: <laughs> oh, can you imagine? The chapter on blue penis jokes. And he's like, finally, this is my time. I'm gonna call that backline. <laughs> All right, let's turn on the radio. Guys, you know what? i I love talking to you from guys. Dumb but sometimes shit I listener just want, to co-host. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes I just want a vibe. Yeah, they'll see how hard it is to come in here and actually. Because when you, it, actually, if you want to practice be my co-host, just at home, just act like you're on the podcast. And anytime you try to talk, I'll be talking. That's actually what it's a lot like to be my co-host <laughs> on this. Okay. A lot of people don't realize this. I'm kind of driving the bus, but I'm also on the intercom of the bus telling everybody to shut up because I thought of a good joke that involves Avatar. And then actually, I don't have a joke. I was lying about that.
1: Nor so, have you seen it, which is I kind would, of
0: disappointing. Yeah, it's the way it sure. is. Reach into Well, Rob, your character saw it. The character Rob side, Yeah. Hey, reach into this popcorn. I've got a blue slushy. I just don't have it. It's right there. It's so close. It's not cold like a slushy though. It's it's so hot. It's boiling hot. Listen, no more. Okay, don't. I'm not. I don't want to influence anybody's jokes that they're going to write in. Gray slushy. Okay, heard of that before. (laughs) Let's turn on K Rob. Let's just vibe. Let's just
1: vibe, guys. What's up,
0: everybody? Welcome to K Rob. Sometimes Rob's bits at the end of the night are actually the best part. Some cool. people don't stick around and listen to that part, but it's really good. Oh, yeah. I'm talking to yes. these this is other my I'm three. I'm yep. noticing they don't do improv with me. Shouldn't they realize Rob's bits bring delight if you want a good podcast? Rob's always right. This
1: yeah.
0: real good. Rob's
1: Rob always
0: so right. I'm always right. Yeah. So much delight These guys need to remember Rob's always right A train going through a tunnel Would be the perfect way to end this album Not getting a lot of reaction from my co-host If the show Has seemed so <laughs> sleepy Count on Rob to say something Dirty yeah. Rob always sets The so funny tone So play Oh, no, yes. yeah, always right. yeah. Rob's always right, he's always right, yeah. when he does a long bit at the end of the night, Woo. play along and it brings so much delight. life, you three text. guys need to remember Rob's always yeah. right.
1: When you wanna hear I don't know if you
2: guys got the message of that song. You, you know I what an amazing did. thing? I got to share, uh, Matt shared a stat last week. I need to share a stat. Hank Williams wrote 128 songs in his career. Rob, you have definitely beat him. We're past 128. Oh, you wrote more songs than an 8 wow. Williams. I,
0: I mean,
1: that's
2: something to hang your hat
1: on, man.
0: I do want to say, though, my first song wasn't until that Aretha album. So I haven't done 131 songs. I should well, go back. Are, and are you like counting a, the, the, the,
2: the real filthy ones that only ate Matt and Aaron? And no, I'm not. Those were filthy.
0: <laughs> I listened to those the other day. Those were so dirty. I was like, I cannot believe I disrespected everyone they love like that. <laughs> Listen, this is Beck Did It Better. We are here. We are talking about Hank Williams. Top 40 hits, okay? We're going back, 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 back in time. And I'm not going to lie, doing a double record with Portishead right to Hank Williams. A little bit of whiplash. But I've got Russell in Minnesota. Russell, how are you doing? Rob, why don't you mind your own business? Oh, I've oh. got Matt. In, this, it's hurtful.
3: Matt, Matt in Minneapolis, how are you doing? Rob, this podcast will make you weep. And I'm crying and I'm crying because I just want to go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) We're up too late.
2: Maybe Matt should be writing these songs, huh? Uh,
0: And I've got Aaron out in California now. Aaron, Aaron, this is this is the thing. Okay, he he was telling me that Aaron was at the store the other day, and he was telling me a story that somebody at the store threw butter and milk at Aaron. Butter and milk? Yeah. How dare he? Aaron in California, how are you doing?
1: Guys, I'm really excited to be on this podcast.
2: Let's talk about Hank (laughs) Williams. Listen,
1: listen, I'm not
0: going to lie, guys. We got 40 fucking songs to get through. We got to get this going. Let's get right into the voice. Let's
2: just we just own this night. I got to say, you know, you know, remember in Vegas, we were talking about is this as good as it gets? I feel the moment, the place I'm at in my mindset right now is as good as it gets. I couldn't be happier. Russell is in a zone, fully in a zone. Every like, time you yeah. say "Is this
0: as good as it gets?" it makes me want to take mommy's milk. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that'd be a little better. <laughs> if Michael Jackson and Prince thought it was so good,
4: oh, maybe oh, you never no. know.
0: Okay, you guys talk me out of lean, but I don't know. Mommy's
2: milk. It's <laughs> sounding better and better. Let's go to the don't voicemail. understand why you will laugh at that joke if it's a Michael Jackson joke, but when it's a Prince, then you're not okay with it. Because I, I don't know. I. Oh, geez, Russell, you're really cutting to the heart of things now. Man,
1: <laughs> really making me think. They're both humans with families. You're right. So something oh, to think about, Aaron. Jeez,
2: Legit, Aaron, you should try one of these daiquiris homemade. They're perfect. I, actually, if you'd send me one, I'd
1: try it. Yeah. I'm just stuck on I'm just drinking a jug of whiskey over here tonight for Hank. Hey, legit, my
0: buddy Conrad Murray is coming over. He made me a drink for later, and I think it's going to be so good. But let's get into the voicemail. Uh, excuse me, Dr. Conrad Murray. He gets mad when I don't say that. PhD. All right. Huh? PhD. <laughs> yeah, his dissertation was on the Mommy's milk Alright, moving right, on
4: <laughs> uh, Long pain, listener, first time caller This is John from oh St. Olaf um, From Moan John uh, from yeah, Moan I was with Rob on The White Tiger They oh was with Rob and Mike Pepin Oh my god Russell The Love Muscle I miss you, Aaron. <laughs> I remember when you had hair. Oh. Whoa, Matt. Uh, boy, we we played with some monkeys in in the Netherlands in Dusseldorf. Uh, Whoa, Dusseldorf. Good times. Dusseldorf is not in Anyways, the Netherlands. I was made aware of this podcast back at uh, uh, St. Olaf function. Back in in the fall, what? I've been listening ever since. Catching up, listening <laughs> live. It is a blast to hear your guys' stories and to hear what's going on. All of our stories. I love it. Keep it up. Uh, I listen from minute one to the very end. I'm not going to cherry pick. I can't miss the joke at the end. Um, funny stuff. Um, keep it. A truly through. devoted listener to this That.
1: Greatest call
0: we have ever gotten yes. He only said nice stuff about us And he said he listens to the show Which a lot yes. of our listeners, I'm not clear that they actually Listen to the whole show <laughs> So thank you John from Moan We do appreciate it Wow. Wow. Great to hear from you. And I am not going to mention when you took a shit in somebody's yard and I saw somebody, hit you with the rock.
1: I'm not that gonna man is that. such a legend in our circle of friends. And I know that he and I never had more than three conversations together. And I'm so grateful that he still knows my name. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't. I would not have been certain that he knows. my you name. You remember so.
2: when you had hair.
1: I, well, I did. I, I had nice hair.
0: I will never forget. And I have told this story a dozen times and it never gets old. This guy collected chew spit. Senior year of college, he collected a chew spit in <laughs> this, a cheese. This is ball my number
2: one Rob story. And this barrel. Is it. Oh.
0: He had it in a cheese ball barrel. It was a huge barrel, <laughs> and it just sat in the middle of the pod. And everybody would just spit their <laughs> chew spit into it. I mean, if my kids were doing that, I would fucking, I would go crazy. And back then, I thought it was so funny. Senior year, okay? <laughs> the, the the Basically, the guy ahead of our grade says, hey, we're going to get together. We're going to get some champagne. Let's meet down and celebrate. We graduated college. This is unbelievable. Uh, if you guys can just give me like 10 bucks for the bottle of champagne, that'd be great. And instantly, we were outraged. What the fuck? We got to pay $10 <laughs> for champagne? Ridiculous. We need to, this is absolutely outrageous, and we came up with a great idea, okay? And it was mostly John. He says, listen, I'm going to take this chew spit that we have been collecting all year. Tobacco spit and listen to the words that are about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I am going to go dump it on that guy.
1: <laughs> now, mis- you might be thinking to yourself,
0: if you guys dump <laughs> chew spit on a guy, you must have been arrested. I mean, that's disgusting. It's dangerous. <laughs> you would never, like, if so, just imagine right now, somebody dumps a barrel of chew spit on you tomorrow. That's not good. You That's would just like shave off your your whole head, right? You'd go get all your skin, like so, melted so, off with lasers. So what happened? Did you guys get it there or what happened? First of all, not you guys. I didn't have any part to this. I was more of an observer, <laughs> okay? I was like the UN coming in. Just I was had the blue helmet on. I was looking, okay? Not, I was impartial. I was Switzerland in this whole thing, okay? Is it wrong to dump chew spit on somebody? I wasn't quite sure. Yes. This guy takes the barrel of chew spit out. Believe it or not, he makes it exactly two steps out of the door
3: before he then <laughs> drops the barrel of juice. Which of not, course not out of the dorm, out, out of his pot. So he's the pod. in the hallway on the third floor. So we, are oh, the yeah, no. we are in the hallway. Yeah, oh. we are in the
0: hallway. He takes two steps, immediately drops it. Now, of course, was there a top on it? Absolutely not. No top needed. <laughs> He'd spilled it all over the hallway. You could look down the hallway and you saw like a mirage, the smell. And it was just like this. The air went hazy as it's coming at you. See this Months of chew of spit. Asthma. The odor oh. hits you. Okay. You saw, I saw, you don't want to talk about 4D. I was seeing into the future. I saw us doing this podcast when I smelled that. Smoke and so rivets. Here you are. Yeah. Here you are. Chew spit all over the hallway. John Ramon gets the solution. He goes, listen, I got a perfect idea. He goes and gets a fire extinguisher that somehow just shoots water. Never seen it before. Haven't seen it since. He then sprays the water onto the floor and cleans the chew spit into like a corner to which we all say, good job. Perfect. And we walk away. Monsters. We were monsters.
4: This yes. is what you get.
2: This is what you get when you just call it. Praise the podcast As you get stories told like this. You got to have a question next time, John, from Moan. You got to have a question or else this is John, what happens. John called me today. I had no idea that John,
3: he says from Moan. It's because he's running away. He, John lives in Edina now. So we need to really call him. He's John. Oh, wait from a Dina. minute oh, He's not, oh, he's a not minute John, from he he's John from Moan He can afford the fancy barrels okay. for his Tuesday. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to run away from his uh, heritage. He called here, you so. today, Matt. He Well, he texted and he said, he, I think he said absolutely that Dookie's better than American Idiot. Wow. Or something like that. So I'm like. Oh, and he goes, I'm just loving it. So I call him. I'm like, you listen to this oh, crap? Man. I got to <laughs> oh, edit that. All right. <laughs> yeah, sure. he, he, we, so he, I call, he, 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 so I call him and here. I say, John, you listen to this crap? Like, no way. He goes, this is the funny. He goes, I've, here's my thing. I listen to the newest episode, front to back. I hear the ding at the end. I hear, I hear the joke at the end. I hear everything, you know? And then I go back and I start it at one and I'm up to about number 20. And they go, Oh man, <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny! And for John, for me, Dinah to say that it's and so he's funny.
4: funny.
3: He's funny. He is a funny guy. And so I think, I think honestly, I said, you got to call in. I said, there's going to be some people that are going to be surprised that this you're still is alive, amazing. John. <laughs> this is amazing. You know, some of the people that listen to this, they're going to be surprised that he's alive. And so no, I'm, I'm happy that he called Bringing in. Bringing
2: people together. Beck did to it better. Hey, Bringing people together. Can I, can I tell a John from Moan story quick? John from Edina. He's John, John from, from Edina. Edina. John from Edina. So, so John from Edina, this is not as good as Rob's, the, the barrel of cheese ball chew spit. It's a different, spe- it's a different story. <clears throat> so one of our listeners, I believe it was Joe from Woodbury and Dan from St. Paul-ish, somewhere at this point, I would think, had a house. And they bought this house together. When, when we were out of college, a bunch of us kind of bought houses together. We thought it would be good investment. It's better to buy than to rent. So they bought a house and they bought it on like New Year's Eve. They literally closed on New Year's Eve. And they were like, we're going to throw a huge party. Oh. Um, if it gets messy oh. and everything, we've got work to do in the house anyway. So they invite all these people over for New Year's Eve. There's oh, probably no. like 30 people here for this party. And John from Edina and some of his high school buddies show up. Oh, and no. And one of them pulls out a penny. And they say, this is the magic penny. And John and Edina and his three high school buddies proceeded to have literally wrestling matches and fights for like three or four hours over a magic penny (laughs) because every guy needed to get the magic penny. So like feet are going through like walls, like Cheetos are getting knocked over on floors. It was a complete shit show of a party because John from Edina and his buddies were having a blast fighting over a magic penny. Sounds about right. I mean, that's just par for the course.
3: That's yeah. like an average story for John
0: for me. Oh, I've got so. a, was it, was it, I think it was John where the picture where we're playing battle pong against each other. I got my shirt up over my head and we're taking yes. huge swings and trying to hit each other with a ping pong ball. <laughs> Classic cool guy stuff.
2: So technically battle pong would be if you lost, you had to stand with your shirt up and let let them wail yeah. at you with the ping pong ball, right? Yep. Yep. My wife was so proud when she saw me do that. It's, <laughs> it accentuates everything that's good about me.
0: Giving me a fourth nipple.
2: Uh, what, what, was she more proud of that or the the upside down sixty nine you guys did last weekend? It wasn't upside down, Russell. We're oh, not standing. Right what's side up. Upside,
1: what's an upside down sixty nine?
0: Yeah, what is that, Russell? My wife it's and just, I actually, you know, you know what sure? we actually do, uh, Russell. We've changed it now. We do a ninety six. We just sleep back to back. I'm, t- I'm <laughs> too tired. I've got to get up early tomorrow. That's the night. That's this ninety six.
2: Hey, John from Medina fantastic voicemail. Wow, thank glad you. You're, nice glad you're on board. Glad you're
3: alive. He did say he did say that the first 10 episodes and I and I've known John very long time because I had no idea that was you. I had no idea. <laughs> he said you knew it was Rob, and it was Russell, I knew it was Aaron. He said but there's this Matt guy and I had no idea. And then he, he, doesn't Charlie, yeah, yeah, he, doesn't he know said know your name. Yeah, he doesn't know your
2: name. He
3: said he he finally told Charlie at at church, because Charlie's the pastor. Oh no! He said Charlie oh, said.
2: Oh god! Yeah, <laughs> we don't Charlie don't have Charlie, the pastor,
3: listening?
0: Do we? No.
3: Yeah, he listens no. every once in so no. a while. No, say a no. prayer for us,
0: please. Yeah,
3: and so it, it, it took him ten episodes to know that it was me, and he's like, "I had no idea. I had no idea." <laughs> I'm like, "That's hilarious. That's a great Love story." This oh is my fantastic. god.
0: All right rolling going Rosie how's it rolling going with you okay we are you know what we this podcast it is bringing people together except for great. my marriage which is not uh, going great because I'm staying up almost every night so something to think about.
1: But anyway uh, Rosie how are you doing? Yeah, it's going really good. I've been listening to I've been listening to music uh, oh, as God. we often do for this podcast. A uh, couple things I get, I've been I a recommendation
2: for you. It's it's called Portishead, Aaron.
1: <laughs> I Portishead. Maybe I should check that out. Once in a while, I I gotta go out and do some other stuff. So uh, I have been listening to a Norman Connors record. So uh, this is from 1974, I think. Uh, Norman Connors, "You Are My Starship," which features Michael Henderson on bass and vocals. Uh, like imagine this: Michael Henderson played bass for Miles Davis, Stevie Wonder also happens to be an incredible vocalist uh so i've really been enjoying this record uh also, also yeah oh, also oh, the Rob's all-time right now the
2: all-time steals leader in baseball i believe right
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
2: right right yeah
1: Convinced, so i so. i just been vibing so. off of this record i really Ricky love Henderson. It. and yep, i want to i got it's just Ooh. it's beautiful music very smooth also, Phil is high on like the vocals. It's like love, yacht rock. It is a little bit yacht rock. You're right, Matt. I, is he on a yacht right here? He's I... on a yacht. Um, yes, this yacht belonged, the yacht on the cover art belonged to someone famous. I can't remember who it was now, but um, the yacht on the cover art belonged to someone famous. But can you imagine being talented enough that you played bass for Miles Davis, and then you can also sing as well, just for fun. And you can sing like Luther Vandross. I do like the chimes. I, I so just I like can of music. I can recommend this album to our to our listeners for sure. It's beautiful stuff. Who's who's the the football coach
3: tree like? we always talk about the tree, right? And somebody's got to have, who's like the best tree? Because Miles oh, Davis right. has to be the best, like, musician tree that there is out there, right? Yes. Everybody yeah. playing in his band and going off from Coltrane to this guy to
1: all these drummers and stuff. I mean. You're right. No, because Miles Davis has Coltrane, Herbie Hancock, Wayne Shorter, Tony Williams. Yeah, yeah. I know you, that's, that's a good one, Matt. So he's like the Urban Meyer or whatever, whoever it is. But yeah. I'm going to throw out the Yardbirds. Jimmy Page, yeah. Jeff uh, Beck,
3: yeah. Eric Clapton. There that's you a go. Tree. That's a good tree. Yeah. You're absolutely uh, right, Matt.
1: So that's it. I'm, I mean, we got to keep it short tonight because we got 40 songs to get through. The only other thing I want to get you guys advice on is what if you are taking your car to uh-oh. an appointment to get the oil changed? And you uh, what happens if you fart in the car on the way to... <laughs> The put the what windows down. What do you do? What do you do? You put do the, win- you do? you like, put the windows down. Let the? No.
3: That's their tip. As Alabama said that with the windows down, turn the radio up, let the wind. Oh, you don't have any hair. I, I'm at the oh, point sorry. in life where I
2: no longer take a car to a dealer for, I, I take it to Jiffy Lube or whatever. I take it to like the discount place. I don't take it to the dealer. Wait I don't a minute. Take, yeah. wait, hold, t- hold on. So hold you on, think they on. just want to smell farts because they're no, a discount place? No, no, no. <laughs> hold on. I, I'm getting there. You got to give me a second. You got to give okay. me a second.
0: I'm when gonna you go to Jiffy
2: this. Lube, they're still in, in a post-COVID world where you don't get out of your car. You sit in your car. You pull in. You can sit there listen to the radio the whole time. You are in your car the whole time. You, you give them your credit card through the window. You don't uh, even get out of cool. your car at a Jiffy okay, Lube anymore. Cool. So
0: they're under the car and they're you're under, sitting yeah. in it. Yes, that's too erotic for me. That's wild. I could not do that. <laughs> like knowing there's a guy under me, like working with a thing and like wrenching on shit and like moving they're oil rough. back and forth. I'd be like, hmm, it's it's pretty perverted, isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty perverted. Yeah, you roll down the window. You're like, hey, this is pretty perverted. <laughs>
3: But you but Russell you said you're at a point in your life where you no longer take it to the dealership you go to the Jiffy I know Jiffy Lube. better I don't need to take it to the but, dealership but, right just but take isn't it. I I I am I have always taken it to the Jiffy Lube but I'm now starting to take it to the dealership cuz I'm it. like huh you're
2: you're going the other way it. I thought it
3: was I thought it was the old the old man always take it you know, they always get their tires changed at the dealership. They don't go to like Discount sure. Tire yeah, or whatever. Right. You know, they do that, you know, it costs 200 bucks to get your oil changed at the dealer. It costs 89 bucks at the you know, Jiffy Lube or you, something you like that. You know what it
2: is for me, Matt? I don't want to I don't want to make an appointment. When I want to go, I want to go and just get shit done. I don't want to go into a dealer and be like, "Hey, we can we can see you in like 8 months." Like like they're uh like they're a doctor or something like that. Just fucking change my oil. You know what the hell? So I'm yeah. taking yeah. It Smell to Jiffy my farts. Lube. Yeah, smell my farts. <laughs> yeah, but you
1: guys know me. I mean, I, I I took it to. The, I mean, you saw my picture. I, I took it to the dealership. I threw the bike on the on the on the rack. Brought my bike along so I you could. You did go out. show us what you had for lunch too. I right? could go out for lunch. You know, you get some tacos and then you know. So I made the appointment. Tacos at the dealership. is
0: much better than that. Single okay, we, so need yeah, to, we need to. We need to discuss. Aaron's lunch we've been c- c- talking about it for a couple weeks Aaron sent a picture of a uh, sandwich a tuna fish sandwich a half a
3: sandwich it was a half a and it was kind of triangle half on a white plate. Already. By the yeah. way, spotless plate, like everything was spotless. And, you could and, tell and he a took spotless the time. Desk.
2: And a spotless desk. There's nothing on the desk either. I, it's just I, a white desk.
0: I feel bad because I think Aaron, I think I have opened up the door for everyone to make fun of Aaron. I think like it's kind of my thing oh, and people are kind of stealing it. It's kind of like stolen valor, kind of. It. They're kind of stealing my making fun of Aaron Valor. And they, they Aaron says a picture of just a sandwich and he says, I put celery in this this time. It really pumps it up. You have to imagine this is a white plate with a half sandwich on a white desk,
2: and it's totally a very barren. thin sandwich. It's not like a it's not like a stacked high. Yeah, you you can barely see that there's any sort of layer of it's like a multi grain. Was it a, was it a tuna salad? What was the? It was just tuna. On, it was just tuna on white bread. It was, but it, it
1: was it was a whole can of tuna. I'll have you know, as you know, oh my I my I only make whole can tuna. Nothing sandwiches.
0: else. I don't, no, nothing else. No chips. No nothing. It was just a sandwich, and Aaron sent it, and immediately. Everybody blasted Aaron (laughs) just immediately. They said, this lunch sucks. (laughs) This looks terrible. And then I said, your job looks bad because like the desk was depressing to look at the whole thing. So then the next day we all decided we were going to send pictures of our lunch that day to see what it's like. Now, Matt did the honorable thing, tried to make his own sad sandwich to match Aaron's, which I appreciated. Yeah, Aaron, definitely. meanwhile, hoodwinked all of us. All of a sudden, his ass is going to a taco place, and he's getting these delicious-looking tacos, totally flipped the script, and then he said, quote-unquote, I am also Valentine's Day shopping, okay? And he was going to a
1: sex shop? <laughs> He was eating tacos at a sex shop. No, it was, the marquee was tacos El Patron and then a lingerie spot at the same, in the same little, you know, there's also, actually, there's actually, I could have got my car washed except it was in the shop up the bike trail. Although I have to say guys, the, this bike trail.
2: Hey, 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 I'm here for the uh, the uh, the uh, brisket tacos and also um, some crotchless chaps. Can, <laughs> yeah. can you make that happen? <laughs> we only like, serve
1: assless chaps. Yeah, actually, so you know, felt very appropriate to, uh, for like a <laughs> Hank Williams type. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'll vibe. take a
0: lingua. Can I get the lingua with a mild? And then what's something that's gonna help me fuck my wife so hard later? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, something to boustier, something, yeah. But I, I want to be able to pull it to the side. Oh, thanks. Is this the uh yeah? Oh yeah. They, oh, but do I, you
1: have was, any, uh, I was I was I was so mm. I was so thrilled when Rob was like, well, everyone should post their lunch I tomorrow. Because I already had that plan. Like I knew what my I knew what my lunch was gonna be the next day when Rob was like, but then also the laundry spot was there. I did not buy anything at the laundry spot. I have a little postscript to that story, by the way. I then
0: told everyone at work. Hey, my friend group—we're all posting what we're eating for lunch. I bet I told three different people at work—they all gave me the exact same look of like, oh. And I was like, "What? No, this is fun. This is my life now. We post pictures of the lunch, and it's cool. We have. Hey, can really I get good 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 a? Can I change. get a
2: quesadilla and a bottle of the high frucose corn, corn syrup, or what else? <laughs> what else can I get at this store? Right?
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, I, we need to get, uh, yeah. Load me up with more of those brown condoms, please. And,
1: (laughs) uh, no, and on that note, we don't have time for all this. So let's see what, how it's rolling, going with Matt.
3: (laughs) Uh, good. I just, I, I I knew we were going to be long. So I just have one quick little topic. I think my, my kids are, have I, have I told you guys my plan for retirement? No. All I want to do. I don't care where I'm at. I just want to go out to dinner every night. I just don't want to cook oh, dinner. I, I just want to be idea. able to go. Oh, I love it. I just want to be able such to, a cool you idea. know, even if it's just a bowl of chili somewhere or something or a nice is, yeah. steak, whatever. I just want to go out to dinner every night. Oh, I love so that So So on smart. the weekends, I... Love going out to dinner. It's not the most economical thing, but it's, you know, there's there's worse vices in life. Matt, like that.
2: Matt, you can know. get rid of Aaron and Rob. If, if the marriage has ever happened on the podcast, I'm, I'm going to go out to dinner. And try, <laughs> oh, we yeah, might be not. able to make it work.
3: Well, my, my kids are finally at an age where they're ruining my weekends because I live for like Friday night at Pizza Luce or, right. or sure. yes. you know, going to some of these things like that. Like, just let's just go. We'll get there early. We'll get her food, have a beer, get out, all that stuff, you yeah. know, right? It's, it's just, it kills time. Well, now my kids, they are at the age where they want to play outside and then they got friends that are coming over Yeah. and then they don't really want to go out to dinner. So my kids are oh. ruining my dreams, guys. Oh, no. They're just ruining my dreams. So then
1: you, so then you're stuck, it's five o'clock and you're like. The kids and are they're like, hungry. hey, we want
3: to keep playing. I'm like, well, I guess we're making, you know, whatever's cook, in the load, fridge, load up the air fryer again, yeah. you know, oh, we'll figure out something. That's sad. Oh. And so now I, yeah. I, they're ruining my life. So I don't know. Do you, Rosie, your kids, Rob, I know. Do, do they ruin anything for you? Like just right offhand, I should have asked you guys this beforehand, but anything you can think of like instantly that they're ruining for your lives? This fucking horseshit with dinner and my kids,
0: I swear to God, I my kid called the other day and he, she goes, What's for dinner? And I was like, What what? What do you care? Whatever it is, you're gonna eat it. Like that's and I said to her, I'm making steak and mashed potatoes. She goes, Hmm. I was like, what? Hmm, what are you even thinking about? <laughs>
1: you're making steak? Yeah. Come on. I was like, like what are you steak. possibly
0: gonna say after him? she goes, uh, okay. Kids like, don't like God. steak. That's right. like, oh, my, kids like not? Oh, my kids, steak. my kids, oh, yeah. love kids like steak. steak. Kids yeah. love steak. Yeah, they do. It, it, and 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 they'll just and then they come in there like, well, oh, I don't really like hamburgers. And I'm like, this is not a bar and grill. I am not taking orders right now. Like, yeah. you can eat this or you can make ramen for yourself. Like, I don't know what it is. And when they were gone to Hawaii, I came home whenever I wanted, and I made whatever I wanted for dinner, and not a single person complained much because it was just me. It was wonderful. <laughs>
2: God, it was great. Mm-hmm. Can I have a, I have a complaint to lodge. All right. When we go to Vegas, I'm told like, Hey, we're not, we're not going to the restaurant. Matt, Matt does this thing. He gets his crab legs. But like I'm, I'm a foodie. I love going to fun restaurants. I love going to like new spots. But When we're in Vegas, it's very much like we gamble, we watch sports, we gamble on sports and yep. we buy like pizza at the stand. We. We never have gone to like a fancy restaurant or done anything like no, that. We, never. we need to.
1: We need to make a change. We got to. We got to step it up.
2: And you guys know, I would love to do that. And then I see Matt goes to Vegas like two weeks later, and he's like, "Oh, I went to this fancy steakhouse." I'm like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Yeah. Like when I'm with, I, I will give Matt credit. Matt did go give us the, the burgers from Gordon Ramsay's. I was yeah. like, "That was awesome. Those were very good." But like, I am all about like going to like all these steakhouses go into like the new restaurants, but whenever I kind of float that stuff, you guys kind of just bulldoze. It's just not happening on our trips. Now Matt goes to Vegas a week later and he does the exact thing that I would love to do.
3: No,
1: we
2: need to well, make it
3: happen. To be we're- fair, you know, like our, re- our collective relationship with Vegas is all about doing whatever you want to do. Right. It's true. Like if we're going to get a reservation and try to get everybody on board to go like at seven o'clock to this place. Right. Yeah, too difficult. I mean, it's we're going to have like, it's going to be tough. A third of us be great. Yep, we're all on board. The other third would be like, eh, whatever, you know, I'm fine. There's going to be a third of them that are going to be like, I don't want to be here. I'd rather be sitting watching That's the Packers. That's a good point, you know, and so I don't know. And then I think, you know, like the way we do dinners, yeah, there's going to be, there's s- going to be one six that's yeah, like, I don't,
2: don't want to be here. I wanna want to watch the Packers. I don't want to see not, we're who not, is, Yeah. But... We're
3: not stuck. I mean, we're not stuck having to talk to each other and like look across the table and try to make conversation. We have a and flexible,
2: blah, blah. flexible crew. People can do what yeah, they want. And if right? somebody's
1: getting bored, they can just go take a
2: nap. I just come think back, we're
1: whatever. really drunk by about 3 p.m. And at that yeah. point, then all of a sudden, like, like the hours between 3 p.m. and 8 p.m. in Las Vegas, just go like that. And all of a sudden you're like, well, it's 8 p.m. And now I'm super drunk and I've either lost some money or I'm winning some money. And then you're going to just grab whatever you can to keep yourself going until 2 a.m. I would rather stab myself in the
0: nuts with a fork than go out to eat with you guys in Vegas. That's, <laughs> that's,
3: kind,
1: of, that's kind of what I was
3: thinking. But oh I yeah, I'm gonna guys. We're right, just I didn't gonna talk ruin about gambling. Russell's dream by by you know that descriptive. No, no right. Right. you can. Yeah. Russell's gone on his own. He spent a week out there. He
0: went to lots of shows and got his dinner. That's where you get it, Russell. It's Let's not see with us. See what I'm what saying, did,
2: Matt? Rob is yeah. steamrolling. Steamrolling my dreams here. What did he get for yeah. a week? He got what? For Listen. A week? You're going to go gotta, right from
0: having vodka Red Bulls at the tables to going and getting like a $300 steak. Like that doesn't yeah, even make
2: not? sense. It's Vegas. Your, your pal. What I have found, fried. Russell,
3: and you know this, what I have found, you just, you got to find one other person to uh, go on an adventure with. And if you happen to get two, you know, like, Ooh, that's a lucky day, but you just got to find one to go on your adventure with, 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 with crab legs. I got to go. I just, I find one person this, this year it was Joe, Joe from Woodbury went, you know, so he's off for four years now. One of you guys is going to have to go. Rob was two years ago when we went. So Russell, you're probably up next in line. You're going to have to go next year with me, man.
2: I'm understanding. You said you got to find another person. So next time I go to Vegas with my Vegas traveler, you're saying I I need to find a third. Oh, Oh. depends
3: on where, depends on how everything's going. I mean, sometimes, sometimes sometimes. Variety is the spice of life. Oh, yeah, You can't eat that slice of pizza every night, right? You gotta get yeah, up and move hey, around every once in a while. Rob, that's things some smart up. shit, isn't it? That was Matt's smart comment of the week.
0: That was Matt's smart comment of the week. Have a threesome Ooh, with your spouse. <laughs>
4: <shit. laughs>
0: oh, yeah. My luck, I'm telling you my <laughs> luck is that I'd have a threesome and the guy would look like me. And I'd be like, well, what's the point of this? <laughs> I could buy a mirror. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to see <laughs> this.
1: I feel like that's the second time this has come up where Rob assumes that the threesome is another guy who looks like him. Like, I there's wanted so it to many be other a boss
0: That's all. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I have done that bit before, actually. So listen, <laughs> to those of you who are working back through our catalog backwards, wait till you get to that bit where I talk about some hot guy, some guy who looks like me banging his wife. It's hilarious. People love it. Uh, rolling going. How's it going with me? Since nobody said it rude, by the way. <laughs> hey, Robbie, how's Roland
2: going? How's it going? Robbie. Don't be a Robbie. Brat. Robbie. Has anyone ever called
1: you Robbie? The Brad did. No, Robbie. I've been called Robbie.
2: I'm no, I'm not going to call you that. Yeah. I'm not going to call you Rob or <laughs> Big Rob or Rob or Robbie. Robbie.
0: You know, I wanted you guys to do improv with me, and now I'm regretting that. <laughs> <laughs> because actually, I'm trying to tell a story, and you guys are interrupting me. Rude. Because yeah, we're brats. Throughout.
1: We're just brats. You don't want us to talk about the story. Oh, while you're going to drive home real talking. fast, huh, Robbie? <laughs>
0: you guys are being fucking brats. And it turns me on so bad. Robbie. I was testing the waters with my work drinks I was having uh, last episode. And when my opening joke was, yeah, I'm doing jujitsu, but it's tough because every time I get choked out, I get a massive erection. <laughs> I was like, well, we're going to see who's in it for the money on this work work drink trip. I'll tell you right now. And then one of the guys is like, I'm 46, and I'm dating a 23-year-old. And I was like,
2: all right, we're in. Let's go. Now, next, next time when we go to Vegas, instead of bringing all the leather belts, I'll bring a couple blue belts, brown belts, whatever color belts can make it work oh for you, right? <laughs> Trust me, I get choked out with everything. It's not, it wouldn't even be erotic to me. It happens so much. Mike, my, my, speaking about well, going st- out. To- no, pause. What? We never talked about this on the podcast. I mentioned this in the text chain. You've been doing jujitsu for a few weeks. Yeah, well, you want, I'll do that for my role. I would ball. love to hear about your jujitsu on the podcast because people need to know that you've been doing this. I don't think you've told anyone you've been doing it. So, picture this. Okay, I'm just going to describe me real quick.
0: Huge penis,
2: just <laughs> huge.
0: Okay. And it's red hot. It's like a cigar. Brown at the end, red hot at one end. Rob, shower okay. and a grower. Shower and a grower. Okay. Uh, and I've got my own curtain call, if you know what I mean. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Never mind. I forget I said that. Nobody understands thing.
1: what you're talking about. Here's
0: the thing. I have I have I'm a power lifter, but I started, I was like, I want to do something fun. And I've always been into MMA, not always, but lately I have been. So I was like, I'm gonna go learn how to do jujitsu, right? Nice. So the practices go like this: you practice a move. Okay, And this is a move of like, okay, you're in side mount or you're on top of the guy or the guy's on top of you and this is how you do it. Then for the last half hour, you basically wrestle somebody and you wrestle until they either submit you by putting you in a joint lock or an arm lock or a chokehold, and you tap out uh, and that's it. Like that's how you try to wrestle. Now, imagine wrestling somebody who's trying to choke you out when you have no idea how to do any move unless they're perfectly where you practiced earlier that day. That's the only move
2: you can do. (laughs) It's got to be intimidating, too, when they're probably your size, especially, right, Rob? Like, you're probably wrestling people that are just as big as you the whole time, right? Absolutely
0: not. These guys are tiny. They are like little (laughs) tiny Brazilian guys. And they are blowing my shit up every day. <laughs> Literally, the last three practices, my elbow has hurt so bad from being bent the wrong way. Oh. I am paying money to go in and have my elbow bent the wrong way. Guys are choking me. Now, did you know you could do this? Guys are choking me with my own uniform. I wore Whoa. the gi. They then, when I'm wrestling, they undo the gi, wrap it around my neck, and choke me. And I have to <laughs> tap
2: out. They might they might need to rename the Tommy surgery. Robbie surgery. (laughs) (laughs) Listen,
0: there is nothing like getting choked out. You just, you have somebody basically choke you out, totally dominate you. You immediately have to get up and just start again. Like, do you know what that's like? It's just like just getting dominated and having to just start it all over again. So it's,
3: I was just going to say, is this one of those things where do they tell you up front, this is going to happen or do you realize this is going to happen? And they're like, look, first three months, horrible. This no. is kind of a weeding out period. Like, it, 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 I mean, eventually you're going to be in a spot where you're the choke or not the chokey. Is yes. that how it works? Oh, nice. The-or. Hey,
2: Matt, I'm going to yeah. get my diagram out if you can repeat yeah. that. yeah. <laughs> I it's will the choke- be the choker. you the <laughs> choker, not the
3: chokey. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Well, it was Valentine's Day last week, so we'll keep it the way it should be this week. Uh, but it, I mean, it's real fun. Can you feel yourself getting better? I mean, you've done it for a couple of weeks now, a few so weeks, five weeks. I can have gotten better. Yourself?
0: I've gotten better because now I've only gotten choked out about three times of practice instead of okay. dozens of times the first couple of times yeah. I went. So I so am now staying alive. basically. Describe what, what
1: choking out is like. Is the world going dark as you're getting choked out? Is it like like the, my, my... No horizon is
0: narrowing, you know? As soon as they put an arm around your neck and start squeezing, you tap because you can Uh. feel it coming and it's terrifying. It's absolutely, like, you can tell it, say, oh, it's not a big deal, but you feel that and you feel like, oh, this would kill me if it kept going. Like, I need to stop doing this, like, immediately. It's rough. And that's not as bad as getting your elbow bent the wrong way.
3: That's Are there... Are well, there worse. dickheads you work with that that like no are really out to hurt or no. is it kind of a good community?
2: My, my guess is those people are out of there in a in a, in a practice. If you're a dickhead, you don't yeah. last. Yeah. right? It's, you don't last, and then somebody good like there's because
0: you know there's black belts there too. They'll go and get them and beat them up, and like that happens. But yeah. everybody there is so nice, so you'll have like a guy and he'll be like, oh, you want to try this? You want to try this? Here, let me show you. And then he's like, okay, now let's just roll. And then he immediately wraps your gi around your neck and chokes you out. And you're like, what? I thought we were friends. No, it's I mean, every it really is great. I highly recommend anybody goes and do it. I think I think it's it's in it's an incredible workout. You're just dying by the end of it, but it's so fun.
2: It really Robin, is. Fun. Have you developed like a signature move yet? Like, do you have a Superman punch? Do you have like a triangle choke? What's your yeah, signature move? I have a
0: cool signature move where I'm on my knees and elbows face down, putting my Arms up around my neck to protect it from beginning choked out because the guy is on top of me. <laughs> You're fighting the hands. Ass. You're
2: fighting the hands, right? Yeah, and
0: then they grab my arm and bend it the wrong way, as I mentioned earlier. It's it's <laughs> rough. Have, have
2: you have you ever had any moments where like a 130 pound guy has made you whimper? Or any, like if you had a whimper? Yeah,
0: yeah of course. I've had multiple 130 pound guys wrap their legs around my neck and choke me with my <laughs> arm up like this. So my arm is up by my head. Their legs are around my neck and tapping me, and I have to be like tap tap tap. Humiliated. But you're like,
3: I mean, you're, we, we've talked about this.
1: You're a lot stronger than
3: Incredibly. you
2: credit for,
1: right?
3: Athlete, you're a very strong definitely guy. John
2: from Edina would not think he's that strong.
1: You're probably the strongest guy in the gym at any given time. Right. And it, it, it doesn't matter because yes, of leverage. It's, it's, and does muscle
3: things? strength have nothing to do with it? You, no,
0: it doesn't. It, it no. really does. Like you can, I <laughs> okay. can, I can cheat a little bit. And like, if I get on top of somebody, I can kind of just sit there and they'll get tired. Yeah. But at some point I'm on top of somebody. And the next thing I know they are bending my arm the wrong way. Once again, as I have mentioned,
2: <laughs> Rob, you should, there's, there's this, uh, I do know a little bit about MMA and there's, there's a group, I think it's called the Donnaher death squad. And it's this, this jujitsu group. And their main goal is all ankle locks. Their goal oh. is just to like rip people's feet off. Oh. You should be the guy in the class who becomes the ankle guy. So when they think they're about to brush your elbow, all of a sudden you grab a foot and you just start ripping people's ankles You know, apart. I
0: don't even think they teach ankle locks until you get up levels because I think it's like legitimately <laughs> dangerous. It is dangerous. <laughs> my ankle hurts just you saying that, Russell. My ankle oh. hurts when I get up in the morning. Like my first couple <laughs> steps, I'm like, what the fuck did I do <laughs> my ankle? God damn. It's terrible. Oh, also just to let you know too, it turns out that when you get like mat burns on your hand, okay, no offense, yeah, Matt, hurts. but when you get mat burns, Matt they don't, burns. don't go away for like days. So I just have random sores all over my body. Okay, and I can't tell my now. It's, I was like, "Sweetie, I, it's not from the Peloton seat. It was from uh,
2: Jiu-Jitsu. Russell, rolling, going. How's it going with you? Oh, here's a question. So I'm going out with, um, uh, let's say, they're a, a weekend person that loves to go out and, and go out a on the town. Person. A weekend okay. person tomorrow. A weekend. Um, person. And we're going out with this weekend person's friends for one of their birthdays. Oh. And so I've Look met out. a few of these people at a, at at like uh, happy hours. Um, hung out on like even new year's Eve, a small group of people where I've kind of gotten to know these people, very nice people. Everyone's nice, fun to hang out with, but now it's one of their birthdays. There's going to be all these extended people. How do you handle going to like a dinner or a happy hour or that type of thing where literally it's just all these people that you don't know and you're just kind of on the outside? Are you allowed to just get liquored up and, and, and do your own thing or what, what's the, what's your style when it comes to those type of events? Lay, low. You gotta yep. play the double L. Russell. You gotta you lay to low say
0: a word. you can, if you get drunk, that's who you are for the rest of their knowledge
2: of you. like no matter that, that, what. but that, that doesn't that I don't care. That doesn't bother me. Oh, 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 oh. I I <laughs> you're like uh, I it's, just lay low.
1: It's like the it's like Linus from *Motions 11, right? It's like be be pleasant but not memorable or whatever the you know whatever the the line is like. Have everybody enjoy memorable. your time, but like you
3: don't hey, want to
2: be so, remembered. The so like description anything. of this podcast, I was going to say, but not memorable. <laughs> kind of pleasant. Kind of Sometimes, pleasant but not memorable.
3: I I think I I mean I think I I can handle myself in most social situations. But I think the worst one is what you're describing. Yeah. Russell. Totally. <laughs> if it there's is. other if there's other
2: there other boyfriends or husbands coming along uh, with this weekend warrior. Of yours? It, I think I think it the week it's the weekend warrior some of the weekend warriors very close friends and then some of of the the weekend where it's multiple stages of connection like the Kevin Bacon game. It's okay. it's people that the weekend warrior doesn't really know either. I oh,
3: try to make sure I talk to everybody because just like you can be the drunk guy you could also be the guy who doesn't want to be there yep. and that's might be worse than the drunk mm, guy yeah oh, that's true yeah that guy he's just sat there quiet he you know he clearly you know like cuz you got to for this weekend warrior you got to you got to show up a little bit right so that you're talked about in a good light and so i try to make it around to talk to everybody cuz eventually that that way you'll find the good one then too you know you're going to find the one who's into lightsabers or whatever, you know, likes wearing cowboy hats and stuff like that too. Right. I mean, you're going to find that guy so that when you are a little liquored up later, at least you've got that guy to talk to about whatever you guys have in common. So that's my take for you. Let's let Russell just repeat after me. Here's
0: all you need to say at this gathering. Let's hear it. I have a podcast. Just say that. You're going to have a podcast. They're going to ask you about it. You can play maybe play a five-minute or 10-minute clip off your phone and be like, wait, wait, wait. Just listen, listen, listen. They love that stuff. Listen to
3: this guy. Listen. listen. Here's the best
0: part. Here's the best part. (laughs) No, I got to explain to you that an episode before, we had been talking about uh, truckers and they were having sex well it's funny if you hear it so let me go back i gotta play you that first okay
2: and then I, i'd have to show them what we're talking about with the shocker right we'd have to see, oh, there'd have to be an yes. explanation
0: you would have to because not everyone in the world knows what that is which again is so disturbing it makes what it is no your
3: sense. guy yeah hey what is your, let's question for the group what is your guy's definition of a round ready let's go let's hear what the yeah, definition yeah. of a round is yeah
2: right maybe we could sing one at the table right?
3: Right. Oh my
2: God. Do I just lay it down right off the bat, Matt? Right off. Right off the we people sit down and people are trying to make right small away. talk, and I yep. establish immediately I'm the round guy. Yeah, you're
3: the round guy. Yep. If anybody wants to bust out into a little song, you let me know. I'm with you.
1: Yep. I think Matt's suggestion is good. You find one 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 guy. I mean, we we're in a heteronormative kind of situation here. You find one guy to be friends with. Make sure that it's the guy who is not the guy who all the. uh other significant other's hate. So you want to be, you, know, you make good friends with the guy who's like in a good relationship and is a role model. Like you, you hit it up, hop, hit it off with that guy and you're in good shape.
3: Yeah. Or you're the savior. You're the one who brought the guy that everybody hates and you've tamed him. <laughs> oh, right. You right. know, and now everybody kind of can stand him a little bit. Cause well, Russell can his handle, you know, so okay. I don't know. You okay. got, you got to figure out how to play it. It's it's all a big game. Russell. I, and you just got to play it. I, here's what I would
0: do. Russell power move, find that guy. Take him to the bathroom. Tell him to touch your crotch. When he
4: does,
0: (laughs) run out. And then later, you can bring that up any time. Hey, that guy over there touched my crotch. it would be like, what? Oh,
3: wow. So, and you can save that for years. Would you like to take a polygraph, sir? Yeah. No, I can't take one. (laughs) Why can't you?
2: Because I touched (laughs) this. Hey, oh, I have one other rolling going thing. I know we shouldn't do this, but I have to bring it up. This is kind of serious. It could be a legal issue. Okay. Did you, did you guys see that Brett Favre is suing multiple people for making jokes about how he stole all that money from poor people? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Yeah, he is. He's doubling down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, well, I'm going
0: to say it again. It's not stealing, it's an investment. Okay. We are going to get to see some of these kids. Maybe they get to watch volleyball. Okay. Great volleyball court. Give a man a fish, feed him for a day. Let a man come in and watch my kids play volleyball. Okay, they'll have concession popcorn for life. Okay, and that's something to think about.
2: <laughs> that's the joke. You got to move on to the album. By. Hey, the only, <laughs> only stayed, fantastic. Only state possibly worse than Mississippi.
1: Let's talk about this album.
0: Hey, listen. It's like, hey, uh, I got. I built this great volleyball center. Let me show you some pictures on my phone. Oh no, wait, not that one. <laughs>
4: Remember that yeah, like oh, I get
0: it. I get listen yeah. a dick pic with crocs in the background funny <laughs> as hell right <laughs> just so fucking funny to think that there's some pro athlete's like ah, what color crocs am i going to get like should i get red ones or what like
2: <sighs> <You're> gray,
0: gray. <sighs> yep i think gray. these grays are good well time to take a picture of my cock and send it to somebody
3: <laughs> what <laughs> he works for the team, too. Do you yeah. think Shannon did, Sharp yeah. will
2: indemnify us if this goes wrong or not? Yeah, oh, that, yeah he's, he's got our back for sure. Yeah,
0: Has it ever worked it's just sending your cock to somebody? Russell's nodding. Okay, so that's cool. Um, big nod from Russell. But like, but like, big wieners dig. look
3: funny, right? I mean, there's no, yeah, not, they do. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's not like sending boob. it's not like sending boobs. If, it's you send in a wiener. If you saw weird. a guy's erect penis and
0: then an alien yeah. egg came out and it turned out to be an ovipositor from the Martian planet, you'd be like, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, that, no, that it actually makes oh, sense. No. That's what it we're looks like. like.
1: We're in <laughs> 132 and we've already gone back to it the ovipositor. jokes. <laughs> no, like Whatever alien the, cock. Reset the counter of like days since an ovipositor. Joke to zero now. We, can't. The uh. the show. we have 40 you're the... songs <laughs> to go.
0: If you're the correct age where you're a big Hank Williams fan. An ovipositor is uh, like an alien penis, but it has He's eggs done well. this already. So something to think oh, about. No.
3: Russell hasn't stopped laughing in like 38 oh, seconds. <laughs>
0: Aaron, how do you, think, Easter bunny, how you, do you think the Easter Bunny
2: songs. brings
0: all those eggs to your yard?
2: Oh, in a basket?
0: Uh-uh. It's got an alien cock that comes out and it's an ovipositor.
2: I think it's called an ovipositor. Uh, Aaron, no. Aaron, I think it's called an ovipositor.
4: <laughs> and this
0: ovipositor, oh, what's the alien? What did Alien alien uh, Easter Bunny bring me today? Oh, it's a with a quarter in it. Those were the shittiest <laughs> eggs. You guys know it's what I'm a- talking <laughs> about. Eggs with a quarter? Get out of here. It's like oh, a
2: Cadbury quarter. ovipositor. Oh. Oh my
0: God, Cadbury eggs so good. Even if, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'm gonna tell you right now. If I had an alien that made add an ovipositor that only put out Cadbury eggs, I'd put that shit in a cage and just feed it enough so it lives. And it would live in my house and give me Cadbury eggs all year long.
3: Just feed it enough, just just enough. Okay, just and
0: I enough. might edit
2: this out, but here's how I'm picturing this. I mean, how do you get the middle of that Cadbury egg filled?
0: Well, that's the thing, is that you do have to jack off the alien, so it does give you the Cadbury egg, but <laughs> The harder the work, the sweeter the honey. You he know what won't I mean?
1: Play the songs. We have forty of them, and he won't play them. <laughs>
0: He'll play them eventually. He's got wow. Science Olympiad in like three hours. I'm going to bring this back it. to the Hank Williams song. There's one on here. I think about Nova Positor. I thought I heard that earlier.
3: <laughs> 40 songs
0: is yeah. bound to be one. He's like, ah, yeah, my right. wife and I, it's not going so well. She doesn't like my ovipositor or whatever. This was this was released 25 years after it's his in death. in the
2: middle of, it's, I think it's the second verse of Lost Highway, if
0: this, I remember This is right not right.
1: an album. This is, you know, I mean, these greatest are some tits. of the greatest songs ever written. It's not an album. He never He only had two LPs. He had two LPs released after his death.
0: That was yeah, it. Otherwise, it was all singles. <laughs> singles. Listen, this is the first anthology. Now, here's how sad this is. This is popular because it's the first anthology of his. Where his kids did not add their voices to his songs in duet form. Remember when that was big? Like the Whoa. Like, so Hank Williams Jr. Oh. was like, hey, I'm gonna release an album with my dead dad. Okay. Meanwhile, uh Nat King Cole's daughter is like, okay, writing this down. <laughs> Good idea. Album with dad. Sounds great. <laughs> you guys that's the joke you guys don't like. Okay, fine. Nat King Cole deposits Cadbury eggs with his alien cock. Do you
1: think that's funny? <laughs> I prefer to call it an ovipositor. I was thinking it was sad because Natalie Cole's also passed. Like, she died too young, too. You know what? We should do. Oh, that's a great idea, Aaron. We should do a bit with her and her dad. Beyond. Hop
0: on. Post posthumous. Double post. Oh, right. Okay. They
1: could they could call, I guess. Don't do it. Don't do it. Never mind. Oh. Don't do it. <laughs> nope. Again, I Sorry. can't. Sorry. Forget I said it.
0: Any <laughs> impression of Nat King Cole, I think, would immediately get me in trouble. Yep. Here's the deal. Not a good idea. He's a great deal. singer. He recorded one of my favorites. Hank Williams recorded 55 singles, 5 that were posthumous, that reached the top 10, including 12s that were number 1. This might be the greatest songwriter we have covered yet. Unbelievable. He was he died. He was an alcoholic, prescription drugs, had a bad back at the age of 29. Yeah, he died so in tragic. the back seat of Fuck his car tragic. somebody driving on around. New Year's Day.
1: On New Year's Day.
2: Well, New after New Year's Eve, I think anything's do you, do you fine. Think it, do you think it was in a Walgreens or Dwayne
0: Reed? Dwayne Reed, uh, yeah. He was he was like, I'd want to it, he he avoided Valentine's Day. The worst day to had to die would be after the day after Valentine's Day. Like you got ever? her that flowers, you Low got her that piece of money. paper that says like red hot chili peppers tickets on it. Okay. And then you're like, <laughs> Ugh. You didn't even get to eat those chocolates. It'd be the worst. These, this album is I it really is incredible how fun this is to listen to. But I will these say this:
1: fucking rule. A mm-hmm.
0: lot of these songs, and we're just gonna go throw title by title. Let's see. Every time, could this song be dirty just by the title? Okay, so let's start. It says "Do Me." When do we get to the "Do Me" part? Move it on over.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep.
2: Yes, move the, it on over. Is in uh, fact But yeah. well, where I was pulling this up. The titles for these songs. This might be the best titled songs of any album. Anthology collection, we've heard like you know exactly what you're listening to on every yeah. song, right? There's yeah. no, there's no doubt. Yeah. So is are these songs dirty just by the title? Move it on over.
0: Absolutely, 100 could be dirty.
2: This is
4: 1947, by the way. Hey,
2: move over, cold dog, because the hot dog waters move it in, right? Oh yes. No, don't. Move it on over. Wow. Great, great opener.
1: These are some of the greatest songs ever written. I mean yeah. they're just every one of them.
2: There's something charming about like the old, it's not it's not pristine recording too, right? Like yeah, it, yeah. It, it feels old. There's something charming about it, yeah. I think. Now you put this on, it, it transports you to another place. Yeah. His his writing partner, uh, Fred Rose, who's also
0: like a producer, challenged him and said, I bet you you can't write a song about a mansion on a hill. And he's like, Okay, hey, check us out. And he literally wrote this song on a dare. Like it's crazy, and by the way, this song got all the way up to number twelve on the most played jukebox folk records
2: chart. It sounds like the exact same thing as Jambalaya, just different lyrics, right? Don't you want to see that chart of jukebox folk records most played? I gotta see
0: that
1: chart. But what did it mean for him to write a song because he couldn't read music? So he must have dictated it to someone, right? He must have. I mean, we're not, we got a lot of songs to go through here, but when he wrote a song, I mean, did he, he, he
4: must write have sung them it to or did he just and wrote record them and that-
1: And that's considered writing it, you know?
3: Or he wrote it and somebody... He sang it and somebody wrote it down. I mean, because Paul McCartney couldn't read music, right? But, I mean, he knew how to play. According to a lot of the stories, he would be, like...
0: He would be, like, in the car and he'd be something like... He'd be like, my wife is a cold-hearted witch. Then he'd be like... That would make a great song. Hey, write this down. My wife's a cold-hearted witch. I can't believe she left me a sad sandwich. And that's how he would write down the songs. they write that down. Aaron, you can... uh, React to anything I'm doing, guys. That was a good
2: bit, kind of. <laughs> well, I was trying to figure. Like, I don't think he ran a witch with a witch. <laughs> here's here's the yodeling. If you guys remember, we did a best a list of the. You know what's amazing about this album? Almost every song has something we've done a, li- a best of before. This is the best yeah. yodeling songs ever. We did it on Sly and the Family Stone. On a, there's a riot going on. Every everything's got great stuff here.
0: He's, he's talking about how he's no
1: longer a sugar daddy. Here's where he says, she'll do me, she'll do you. This is like, are we talking about hosing in different area codes here or what? Like, I, th- I think Doomy probably had a different connotation at the time. Like, I can't listen to this one now. I, I'm
2: being like, what was I've, the
1: connotation at the time, Aaron? I don't know. I, I don't think Doomy was in the lexicon at the time, though, right? I'm almost certain this was before area codes were a thing. You
2: <laughs> <laughs> could not have written that. <laughs> maybe, maybe county seats? Yeah. I got those of <laughs> different county seats, or what 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 would it be, Rob? I think uh territories,
4: right? A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, this is like pre Hawaii, right? Like Hawaii is its own country during this thing. Like true. it's yeah. it's crazy. It's uh true. Aaron, would you want to be a sugar daddy? No. Aaron, would you wanna be a sugar daddy? Come no. Out i I need somewhere to live. My wife is so mad at me. Come on, let me come over. (laughs) I don't know. I think it would be, there's a great TikTok where all it is is sugar daddies on boats, like driving their boats. It's the old ass men with these hot women. And it's just like a compilation of them. I swear to God, I watched one the other day for 10 minutes. I got such a kick out of it. These old guys in Speedos who are just so rich that they have a boat. I was like,
2: that's the life right there, right? is that the is that the true sign you've become that rich as the boat or what's what's is the, the speedo, first thing you purchase the speedo as an old guy if, if you can wear the speedo as an old guy is that the moment yeah, I think that's the moment? the moment right is when you're when it when it
0: looks as my mom said like two potatoes down there and you still are pulling like attractive women that's when you know you've made it.
1: Why is your mom? I'm not gonna, nope, yeah. not, not gonna
4: <laughs> ask that question anymore. That's too nope.
0: big of a rabbit hole. No, nope, okay. not nope. And then she That's clarifies, go. she goes, and of I of mean the left. red the red potatoes or red potatoes, okay? Not the Idaho
4: ones. She <laughs> said a
0: lot of his songs are basically like a frozen moment of time or a you grudge
4: that he held. I was like, yeah, he does have a lot
0: of grudges.
1: Right. Yeah, to think he only died at 29, like at 29, or you know, 25, 26, he was writing these songs with this kind of
4: fire.
2: I think I think people were still throwing rocks at John from Edina while he was taking a shit in the woods at 29, right? Yeah, I think that's like 34, like 23. Yeah, 23, 23, 24. Go the other (laughs) way.
3: Have you guys? Pete from Red Wing got married early. Yes, he did.
0: Do you guys have a grudge against anybody? Like, are you possibly... Can you hold grudges?
2: Not like real ones, but like... No, I can't. I, I had this come up. I had a person in, our, in my work industry who had kind of bad-mouthed me to my coworkers, people <sighs> I work with. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And he... Cox he kind sized. of said that I, I dropped the ball on something. I know damn well I didn't. I know he just went a different direction and he was blaming stuff on okay, me. Okay, Russell, we're not mad at you. Just relax. You don't need to explain it to us. He kind <laughs> of threw me under the bus to numerous people that I work with, and I was furious about it. I was like, fuck that guy. If I ever see him, I might just slap him in the face. Like, oh. I, I was pissed. because, like, you, you can't throw someone's reputation out like that. It's bullshit. <laughs> And I That's was what Brett Favre says I was pissed. <laughs> and so then I ended up seeing this guy at a conference and he started talking to me. And the whole time I just wanted to be like, tell him to fuck off. And I couldn't do it. And I can't hold a grudge. It's just like, what do I get out of be, being an asshole about it? There's nothing to like, no, I don't hold
0: grudges. I let it go. I'm the same thing now where I had this conflict with this person at work. As I mentioned earlier, where I needed mediation. That's how bad it was. Mediation. And- like I asked somebody to come mediate for us. And then from the rest of the year, I have been trying to be so nice to him. I'm reversing it. I like have a grudge so bad that I mean extra nice to him. It's a Reverse grudge. That's, a, that's another,
3: that's another Valentine's day. Yeah. I have found that you could, can, I, I can be real pissed, right? About the same thing, Russell, something like that, but always taking the
1: high road always leads yes. to a better result in the end. Always just take the it's high true. road. I've been told that I hold grudges. Uh, I have to, I I just have to say that out loud because one of our listeners will call me out if I don't say that, that, uh, maybe you should celebrate Festivus. Maybe you should celebrate Festivus then Rosie. That might be the answer. Might be the answer. Air your grudges.
2: Can I I make some clear though? I still judge the shit out of those people. I don't (laughs) like, but I don't, I don't make it an issue. I I don't let it, I don't let it become a thing, but in my mind, I know quiet. I know. When they when they go away, I'd be talking again.
0: Yeah, yep. I like I like that. Aaron went to that lingerie shop and got an apparatus so he can do the reverse
2: grudge later. (laughs) Reverse grudge. Reverse grudge. Pull it both ways, right?
4: Mind your own business. (laughs) That sweet this awesome. this is you like when we your listen your to James Brown,
2: business. there's too many songs that sound like this. Mind this is the same business. song as moving On Over. Exactly. lyrics, well, right? right? Like they could have chosen any number me? of greatest hits compilations. It would have been 10, yeah. 12, 25, 20. Songs, the up, They chose it, forty songs. It's stupid. The other one we heard a lot of the same song was "Run, Run, Rudolph" by Chuck Berry. <laughs> Remember, everything sounded like "Run, Run, Rudolph" at some point in the in the mediocre twenty eight. What
0: percentage of his catalog is this album? Forty songs. It's a huge percentage, right? Like this more is more than a half, of his, right? Yeah. Uh, it's no, like it's forty it's, or 50 fifty five. No, think, no, 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 no.
2: I read that he he recorded two hundred and twenty five songs and he wrote one twenty eight. Okay. Jesus, wow. So
1: yeah, this is a larger percentage of his recorded output than most people we've heard. Jeez. It just is unnecessary. Like, I mean, we're getting, getting into the rating oh. system, but like, these are great songs. He's a great songwriter. He didn't make an album. There's no reason to put an album on this list. And if you're going to put one that has 12 songs on it and you know, it's important that he's represented. I get it,
2: but there, to there's, a, there's one of them called, there's one called honky, Talk and Hank Williams. And it's got like 12 greatest hits. Yeah. It seems like that should have been the one they Just put on Just do that, right? You're you gonna change. Idea, yeah. Hank Williams really found he had, had. Stop talking. We're only in this song
0: six, guys. We're We're had, We're Hank Williams found he had more success with up tempo honky tonk songs.
1: And this is one of them? What? Well, no, his best songs are Lost Highway, Ramblin' Man, So Lonesome I Could Die. Those are the best songs. Well, let's listen Ooh, to The Lost Highway. Let's listen to I'm it. I'm a rolling stone. This one barely made the charts. Can you believe it?
0: it didn't even. This launched the whole a genre. All it it was built on this song. This is written by a guy named call. Leon Payne, who wrote
2: a few of these songs, actually, who was a blind uh, country singer at the time. Again, remember Song About a Highway? We did a list about the greatest songs about highways on Bob Dylan Highway 61 Do way back in the day.
4: On the lost highway.
2: There's, there's one thing. If I don't know if you guys can find yeah, it okay. on here, but there's a part where he's playing a mandolin yeah, or someone in the band is playing the mandolin. Yeah. Wine. It made me start thinking, we've never talked about a mandolin before. We've talked we about haven't. a dobro. The the we've controller. talked about... We've talked about a ukulele, but we've never talked about a mandolin. I never thought we could talk about list. a mandolin.
3: Oh my goodness. I'll oh, make mandolin. it fast. It
0: came, it came with a glove. Oh, I was going to say, mandolin in my kitchen is so sharp, it scares oh, the shit oh, yeah.
2: out of me. Oh, I use it once every other year, baby. T- yeah, it's a table saw of oh, kitchen appliances. Oh, yeah, it's very yeah, scary. It we had a mandolin on Stay, Stay, Stay on Taylor Swift. Uh, Lucinda Williams, Led Zeppelin head mandolins. Jeez, rag Mama Rag. Bob Cole, Marley. We've heard them before. But we need to In do a list. Heart. Yeah, it's so the first song we're gonna do with the best mandolin songs ever. Do you guys know the difference between a mandolin and ukulele? No. Yeah, of
0: course. Number of strings. What is it, Six Rob? Strings. Mandolin I don't know. is it's like the way that it's the it's way
2: more strings, right? And it's a way higher sound. It's it's like for at least four double strings, and yeah. I think they're steel strings instead of instead of nylon. Uh, Horse nylon. There you go. So it, it has Horse a different hair. sound, but. The first song on the list is from That's 1971. We've talked about this artist a few times because of, he's had some uh, uh, semen issues, I believe, in the past, mm, but it's Maggie Mae by Rod Stewart. Oh, yes. This is oh, a classic you can hear the steel. Yeah, it sounds like, because it's like a harpsichord. There's this a guy. is supposed to be the, like the first mandolin rock song that really was a big hit. Well, you know me, I listen to lots of bluegrass, so I am no
0: stranger to a mandolin.
2: Rob, I I was reading that this song was inspired by the woman who deflowered him. And he said that it only took a few seconds. Curious, how many seconds is the optimal amount of time?
0: I mean, going for seconds. I'm so thirsty after the first one. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I I mean, what's the optimal amount of time to have sex? I don't know. Infinity, like
2: it rules. It's the best. All right, the other best song in this list is from 1972. This also, is the I've theme never from had the a good session
0: of making love, so I would not know. The optimal <laughs> time, it seems to be, is a little bit less than what I'm currently doing.
4: A little bit less? Yeah,
0: actually quite a bit less. <laughs> quite a bit less. Yeah, quite a bit less. I think zero is the optimal time, actually, for a lot of people in this place.
2: Got you. The next song on the list is from 1972. This is the Godfather theme. Oh, I never
1: would have. Right, I never would
3: have thought. I still yeah. watch one and two, The Godfather, one and two, more than I should. Anytime. Those are great, fantastic, movies, Anytime. Movies, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. I read this actually got nominated for the Academy Award for Best Original Score, and then they disqualified this guy, this Italian composer, because he used some sort of different version of it. They disqualified him from the the Oscars. And then he came back the next, or he came back a few years later with Godfather 2, and then they awarded him the Oscar. That's pretty badass, okay. right? Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Persistence matters. You bet.
2: He didn't, good thing he didn't hold a grudge. Yeah, he
3: just came right. back and won
2: it. Let it go, <laughs> right, Matt? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Next, the next Can't song on the list, I don't know if you guys will know this will. one. This is from 2000. The album is Transcendental Blues, I believe it is. This is Steve Earle, Yo. Galway Girl. Wait, Steve I fucking Earle. this
1: song Russell did, did you, you know you that one
4: You Steve so Earl Galway Girl
1: Yeah There you go This is a great song On the yellow long walk, walk In met like a girl her. And I stopped, stopped to talk to Find, find to some he And I asked ask her friend
0: Oh god What's a to do I've never heard this song I never Here
1: it was black And her eyes were blue
2: I had this on CD And I'll tell you why because who sings this song? Steve, Steve Earl. Earl, the same guy who did Copperhead road. <laughs> Transcendental
1: yeah. blues. This
2: album
3: rules. He's in, uh,
2: what is he in? Isn't he in, um, the wire? He's in the wire. The wire my yeah. name is and Earl. He was also oh. what producer, who did he produce on an album? We listened to a few months back. Lucinda, maybe Lucinda Williams. Yeah. Oh,
1: wow. And I know this album because one day I was sitting in my dorm room and Russell and our friend Darren from where's Darren from now? All right, we'll technically, he he's, the, the, he's the, from pleasure. Pl- town. The pleasure principle, yeah. he's the principle, the principle of, of pleasure, the the pleasure principle came into my dorm room and they said, Hey, we brought this CD <laughs> back for you from the radio station because it, it said blues on it. And I played that, I wore <laughs> that thing out. I loved that CD until the day I got rid of my CDs. And that is one that of That was the, it? Yes. That's one of the number one CDs I wish I hadn't gotten Isn't rid it? of. So it, thank you for including that on your list, Russell. It's crazy yeah. sometimes when you look back at your memories
0: and just like, oh, yeah, if you would have told me at the time, like, oh, this is one of my main memories I'm going to carry from college, you'd be like, well, no, they're just giving me a CD. But it's yeah, like, yep, there's like, it. a CD. That's it. Yeah. And
1: now we're on a podcast together. I,
0: You know where I love that guy from is I saw him on that show he had on NBC called My Name is Steve Earle. Yes. <laughs> it was kind of basic, but I liked it. It was good. <laughs>
1: That was a good show. That whole, but yes, all of our listeners go check out Transcendental Blues. That is a great album. I'm going to play it tomorrow all day long.
2: Fantastic song, I love it. The next Rolling Bone, right? Transcendental
3: I, Blues. Ro- it must have been 501. Yeah, yeah, Rolling Bone so. for sure.
2: So Steve Earle, I think, is an Irish, uh, an Irish singer. That's kind of an Irish song. Uh, uh, and we you hear actually a lot of you hear a lot of mandolins in kind of folk music, right? So that's the that's Irish. But there's also, a, a, I guess you'd call them A Boston band, another Irish band If you will, it's the Dropkick Murphys And this is Rose oh. Tattoo oh. You hear that mandolin back there? Yeah, it's in there People love Rose Dropkick Murphys Tattoo.
3: Yeah.
2: Listen to this Everyone's rocking oh, on the podcast nice. right now Look at Rob, look at Rob I do love it, I gotta say Aaron, would you ever do a name tattoo on on yourself? Like, would you ever do your son or your wife's name or not? Yeah, for sure. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What about you, Matt or Rob? Would you ever do a name tattoo in a rose or no? I would definitely get it. I I think
0: it would be funny. um, Fuck, I had a joke and I can't remember what it
2: is. (laughs) Wrote a tattoo with a name?
0: It was going to be Dropkick Murphy Brown was the punchline, but I can't remember what it was now.
2: Doesn't matter. Dropkick Murphy Brown. It's like, funny. like, like. Mitch Berger <laughs> made a made a cameo on her show, and it was called Dropkick Murphy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Hey, Melvin. I think or- we should all get tattoos of
3: each other's names on of our on ourselves. Right, Rob, you done. should go first. You 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 done. show
2: us what you did. Let's we'll, do it. I'll do it. Don't we'll tell me with a good time. I'll do it. Matt, uh, you're going right here on my inner thigh. The oh, inner thigh is that's where gonna your hurt inner super head. bad, left or the right. I, <laughs> this again. I it can't, can't believe be my, my wife drop kicking leg. leg. It's gonna be my left leg. It can't gotcha. be my drop <laughs> kicking. <laughs> I
0: can't believe my wife changed her name to Ugo Junior, and now <laughs> I got to get a tattoo of
1: it. <laughs> Ugo is my mom's name. <laughs> well, got 34 songs left to go. Oh so no, there's there last more, on the on the more on the this list. This is
2: 2007. I love Oops. this song It's super corny But the hell if you won't smile Listening to it This is Paul McCartney Dance Tonight Hello oh, i never heard this Oh I'm in I'm in Listen Listen to this song for a minute This is badass If you If you don't if this doesn't make you smile You need to look in the mirror
4: Everybody gonna dance tonight You got a hole in your soul Everybody gonna feel alright Yes Everybody gonna dance around tonight Oh You know John McCartney's just
1: spinning
2: yes. In his grave Everybody He's spinning like 2007, a it was. It's, a, it's not that old I don't think He bought a mandolin from a guitar shop in London And whenever he would play it His daughter would start dancing He was like, perfect way to write a song, right? Oh, that was good, but, Russell But to finish up the list here Rob, your guy Paul Simon, the biggest nerd in the world He said they're the six greatest songwriters ever George Gershwin who I don't know what he did Some guy named <laughs> Irving Merling mean, yes. Irving Aaron, Berlin, you know, wrote Irving, God bless America. Irving Berlin, <laughs> Richard R- Richard Rodgers, yeah, Lorenz Hart, Paul McCartney, and Hank Williams. So, according all to right, Paul Simon, right. two of the greatest six songwriters of all time are Paul McCartney and Hank Williams. All right, I, I'm down with that. I, would, I mean, there's a few others. I, Frederick I
1: Fucking Russell. Chopin.
2: Russell. <laughs> That's why he's a nerd. He doesn't know any better.
1: That's a great list. Oh Yeah. I
0: love oh, the mandolin. Yeah. You're right. The mandolin makes everything sound fun. All right.
1: It,
2: only yeah. 38 songs you're the, left. you're the type of person who holds a grudge if you don't enjoy that, right? <laughs> My bucket's got a hole in it, to which oh, he says, Great song. I can't fill it with, I can't buy no beer now.
4: Oh,
0: sad.
1: so is he buying? Oh, now, listen to this. Is he buying beer by the bucket? I, this I is a great song. I think he probably was buying beer, beer by the bucket, knowing what we I, know about I, now.
2: I added two songs. I like two songs on Spotify. This was one of the two that I added to my playlist. It's so good. Yeah. I'm so lonesome, I could cry. This is
0: a great. Katie Lang. Song said this is the most classic American song ever written truly beautiful and Bob Dylan said even at a young age I identified with him I didn't have any experience with anything Hank did to know what he was singing about I'll never heard I never heard a Robin weep but I could imagine it and it made me sad and I gotta say guys listening to this album sitting at work it made me want to eat a ton of pills. It made me just want to take some pills and just hammer those babies and be like, see ya. He
2: does a pretty, does a pretty good job of making things, things that are sad and depressing sound upbeat, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, these the are all in major, are like major keys, right? What? Yes. Major. What?
0: Yeah, there's one song in minor key that's going to yeah, come up. Mostly
1: in major key. Oh, interesting.
0: Here's the deal. Songs and that I were dirty you know, so far. It. We forgot about my bit. Move it over. Yes, a mansion on the hill. No, lovesick blues. No. All right, this bit's no good. Moving on. <laughs> I just don't like this kind of living. I'm so lonely. I could Jesus. Cry. Yes.
4: <laughs> I just don't like this kind of living.
0: I mean, Hank. Like, you want to tell Hank? Like, Hank, it's gonna get better. Doing. But it's not for him. He's going to die with a bad back in the backseat of his <laughs> yeah. car at 29. A bummer. Oof. That really kind of sets it up. Tell you it? what, though? You know who that makes sound good? Me, baby. I'm not dead. I'm past 29. Eat shite, Hanks
2: Williams. I outlived you. Eat All shate. Right. Shate. They, don't, they don't even outlive. I'm trying to be clean. They don't even honor him at the Twenty Seven Club in Fort Lauderdale. He's too old. <laughs> yeah. That's depressing. You're too old to even make the oh, Sorry, Aaron. Russell brings quiet. up something more
0: depressing than the Twenty Seven <laughs> Club. A reminder that that is a bar he went to where they had multiple celebrities who died at age twenty seven painted on the walls.
2: That's true. It doesn't sound as good now that you repeat it.
3: <laughs> Long gone, loathsome blues. Oh, well, we
2: got through a quarter of the song so far, guys.
4: So lonesome, Rob, we got to get, get like a solid
3: ten here. We got to get, get to
0: halfway real quick. My no, I, listen, we got to talk about this song. My son okay. calls another man daddy. <laughs> I can't
4: keep it's great. The tears from Perfect
0: my country western. I mean, there. This his just his titles. My
4: son calls
0: another it's not man papa. Daddy. daddy. So we're up to 1950 at this point. Right this song is. You just are like, oh my god, this mind. guy's life is a bummer. I hope he doesn't die in the backseat of a car Why don't you love This one is just right to the point Why don't you love me This is where During this album is where I started to feel good Because he was doing so bad This is a catchy
4: tune Oh All these songs
0: It kind of makes you want to learn guitar doesn't it it? And play these These can't be hard to play on the guitar they're jams man! I, I know we. I know we're hitting the. Long, long keep going. Wild. Just Keep it moving. No, no, no! This is great. We don't get Why should we try any more? This peaked at number nine because it was a little slower paced. Some people thought this was this one, too depressing. This one hit home, Rob, recently. Has this one hit home for you? Why should we try anymore?
2: <laughs> you know what I thought was the most about these songs? Mm. How boring would it be to the drummer? you also use the drummer is like, boom, boom, No, 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 no. Boom. There's like a metronome, there's, right? There's only two songs on this whole album with drums. Well, whatever they're using in the back, if it's the bass or whatever bass. that they're hitting, is that bass. what it is? Yeah. Or guitar. Yeah. just like they just hit the same thing over and over for like an hour, right?
0: I would say so. Here's another Leon Payne written song. They'll never take her love. There's not one positive song, is there? Like where he's in love or having fun or...
2: It doesn't sound depressing, but the lyrics
4: are...
2: They really, they bust out that steel guitar, Matt. We've talked about that before. I think we talked about the best of the steel guitar. It might have been on... uh, Neil Young or something.
4: Or this
2: one,
0: Russell, is one of the two songs with drums.
4: With in hand, Lord, this
0: yodeling, by the way, is so good.
4: I just keep mourning, mourning the Oh, love it! I wrote a nice long letter.
0: I gotta say, I was playing in this song like doing the dishes. Home. I loved it. It was a major vibe at my house when I was playing this. There's a there's a video game called Fallout, Fallout 3, where you kind of walk around and you have radio stations coming through your headset. And one of the stations was like this, whereas like old country Hank Williams, I'm telling you, you could play that game forever in this desolate wasteland listening to this music. So satisfying. Just put this album on, sit there, listen. You will feel better again because Hank is not doing great. Okay. Not dead, sad. Nope. Now, this one, hey, this one, hey, this has got to be a positive song. Listen to the title Nobody's Lonesome. Wow.
1: Everybody's, everyone's doing fine.
0: No way this will be depressing. The notes I wrote for this just said brutal.
2: I think he's, it's, it's Nobody's Lonesome for me. Oh. That's sad. Oh. That's bad. Oh. Can you imagine? It's an absolute crusher. Nobody's Everybody's Lonesome for you.
4: But listen else. to the groove. It's nobody's a groove. Yeah, yeah. Oh. About yeah, he just
1: had this way of singing a nice, jaunty tune and then just the the dagger,
0: around, dagger in your heart. Lay
4: down now,
0: let me ask you this Do you think a modern day rapper like Meg Thee Stallion could make a song about Nobody's Lonesome for Me, but it's about wondering? Because I, I saw online once, it was like, if you could see a list of people that have pleasured themselves thinking about you, would you want to see that list of who did that? No. Now, for Aaron, it would probably right. just be me. But <laughs> he snuck in right at the end. It was a real Aerosmith moment. I made Rob, it. Rob oh, didn't have four days it. with no
2: family, Aaron. He had four days yeah. with no family. He, His parents yeah. two heads
1: together, I thought it was a butt. And then at I
2: the
0: end, at that, I was like.
1: at the very oh. end of that list. Yeah, he was really <laughs> at the bottom of the barrel for fantasies. And I made it. I'm, you know what? I kind really of would want to see that.
0: I would want to kind of see that list.
1: Huh? Maybe. That list is—I don't know—the list is far shorter than you would think. I'm sure. Like it just—it would—I don't know. Like how how
2: many people you think like double digits or not? Oh, no? No, at least a no hundred. You <laughs> think that's less than double digits? For, for you think it's over a hundred? Oh yeah, for sure. Over a hundred. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow, I'm an erotic 100. person. I listen. How many downloads does this podcast get? One thirty. You know somebody's listening to this podcast as they're making love. Hey, if you've listened to this podcast, will you make love? Call in
2: 802-277-BECK. I would guarantee that badminton coach from Vegas went back and when she was doing stuff with her husband, she oh was talking about you. Oh. No? Yeah, well, I think she she did.
0: She was telling me about uh, how she must she like shuttlecock. Shuttlecock.
4: <laughs> cold,
0: cold heart. This sounds like a fun one. Uh, this one... This is kind of a funny story behind this. Williams wrote this song after visiting his wife uh, when she got an infection from an abortion she had from another guy's kid.
4: (laughs) Oh, wait, I
0: misread that. This is not a funny story for this one. Not a funny
1: story. Dear John...
4: I did not know I didn't know this
1: was A Hank Williams song I know it from a John Prine album Yeah oh, It's a great song so
2: good Yeah send your saddle That's all she oh, wrote she had a couple Backup singers on it
1: that right there it.
2: so good
1: Yeah John Prine did a recording of it But I didn't know It was Hank Williams Great song And to mark the halfway
2: point oh, can, can I introduce this song? Yeah of course Um you guys know the other day I was trying to eat a snake with a big old tablespoon. How <laughs> <laughs> Listen for his fiddler, Jerry Rivers, giving the dog howl here. It's
0: not
4: great. I know there's never been a man in the awful shape I'm in. I can't even spell my name. My head's in
2: This is a fantastic skin. song. You can hear the recording I get better and better, too. To eat a snake
4: yeah. Tablespoon! Table you got me chasing rat Listen to this. On my hands and howling at the
2: moon. That is a fucking howl. That is unbelievable. That guy is so good at it. I almost did a list on the best howls in music, and, but I could only get to two. Warren Zevon from, yeah. <laughs> from Werewolves of London yeah. and the Wolfpack NWO song from Pro Wrestling in the early late 90s. What about uh, Gilligan's Island? I don't know that, that one.
0: That had Thurston Howell the Third. Hello. I'm on an island. I'm very rich. Guys, another great impression by me. Thurston Howell. Thriller. Also. Thriller's got a howl at the beginning oh, of it. Oh, my God, Matt. Good call on the howl. Russ is mad now. He's banging the table.
2: No. I was going to say, we're about to start side two, so I'm going to uh, tell you guys, uh, Booze and Vinyl 1 actually has a recommendation <laughs> here. Um, do you, when do you guys think you listen to a Hank Williams album? Uh, probably in the backseat of my car. <laughs> Oh,
1: what? Anytime anytime you're drinking too much. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe by a fire outdoors on a hayride.
2: It actually says um, you should, when to spin is on your front porch nap. I don't know if you still have a front porch in this house, Aaron, or not. I got a a porch nap. It needs to be replaced, but I have one. Yeah. Oh, it says. (laughs) Grab your King rocking chair and leaks. relax, preferably with a cowboy hat lowered on one of your eyes. So I got my cowboy hat oh, on. Yeah, that's but good. they actually on side two, they're repre- They're saying you should have a shandy. A oh, shandy. yeah. Egg, which consists of a bottle of lager. Yeah, because it's 48 songs long. So you got four ounces of lemonade. Take it back. A bit. Um, and a lemon wheel for a garnish. Oh, no way. And so somewhere in here they recommend that you just do a whole picture of it so that's what i've decided to do i've got a whole oh picture my of shandy oh no oh Are
1: no you those before bed
2: tonight? hey i don't know
0: manager's coming in he's gone in the relief pitcher it's gone in the righty
2: it actually what it says is refreshing and low in alcohol it's a long listening session best friend heck make up a whole picture of the stuff and say move it on over but you know what I will say? You're going to die like Hank Williams did? Is that what you're going to
0: say? Because he drank a pitcher of Shandy. I can tell you that right well, now. If I,
1: now, having roomed in, Ru- having roomed with Russell in Las Vegas, I know that it's not above him or below him to leave an entire drink just sitting on the dresser when he goes true. to bed. No, no problem. He's going to have no problem. A pitcher. It sat there for like the leg, three days. Like, <laughs> no one ever
2: cleared it out of there or anything. It just kept sitting there. And a shawarma. But, a shawarma and a pitcher. You to give me thanks for getting me that shawarma. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, I, I, so I so this calls for lager. A I haven't bought a lot of beer in the like the last I haven't drank a lot of beer in the last few years. I got so I only had one type of beer. It was the Heineken's left there over you go. from when we did that. Remember when we do I drank the Heineken's for the uh who's that band that people like? The Strokes. <laughs>
1: Strokes. <laughs> <The> strokes.
2: <laughs> who's that band that people like the strokes uh, Rolling <laughs> <The>
1: Stones <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> so this is a Heineken Shandy Look a radio.
1: strokes <laughs> and uh, that's going to be kind of bitter I feel hey I thought of another Howland song it's hey
2: there little red riding hood, hood. Hold, Aaron I almost put that up but when you listen to that that's like a very inappropriate song <laughs> true. that's a horrible song it should be cancelled that that's yes. true <laughs> That's one of the reasons that it was not the good list. Good point, good point. Guys,
0: just like when I went to the uh, a pool the other day and I said my shorts fell down and I can't pick them up, the lifeguard, I can't help it. Hey, There's something there. The I think what side
4: two was song. not as good as... T- the second
2: 20 weren't up to this first 20. But Rob's well, right.
1: The recording quality is better. Sound, I mean, his his voice is.
0: Is there anybody who owns Hey, good look? Can you ever hear the phrase Hey, good looking, without saying What you got cooking right after it? I mean, this song changed that forever, right?
1: Right. It's like when you hear the word Maryland, and all you can think of is she's in the on in the caravan on the way to Maryland with the crack and the crack of her ass. Like it's the same thing. <laughs> It's like when you hear Maryland
2: <laughs> <laughs> Second one What the hell is that
3: talking Oh that was oh, last episode It's Biggie It's
1: Biggie
3: you know? Hold on So if I say Maryland What do you say
1: My well, honey's in the caravan On the way to Maryland With the crack And the crack of her ass That's from It's a Biggie <laughs> <What>? song
0: <laughs> Guys I, I really I can't We only got 19 <laughs> to go around. We can get it Crazy Heart. (laughs) This is his least successful single.
4: Why is it on his 40 Greatest
0: Hits album? (laughs) Don't do that.
1: so many songs. So
0: many songs. 40 songs. I enjoy them. I enjoy them. They're great
1: songs. Many great songs.
0: Hey, I went to the bank the other day, and I was like, listen, watch. Look at this. I put my lips like this. Can't do it. And you know what they said? Oh, we can help you. We will we can uh, Lonesome Whistle. <laughs> what?
4: <laughs> this one's too slow. Love me too. No, 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 no.
0: Hey, Move it on over. Listen, I heard
4: that this is
0: a song about a train oh, taking a guy oh, to jail. It's my two favorite whistle. kinds of songs. It's a train song and a jail song. Listen to this, how oh, he says Lonesome. Oh, never mind. It's so
1: good. Johnny Cash did this one too, didn't he?
0: I, he, they I think, so. think they right. think that's what Folsom Prison was based around, was that song. that That's kind of what his inspiration was. Uh, this was
2: hey, a can, can, can I introduce the next song? Of course. With one of the lyrics? Of course. Rob, I'm as nutty as a fruitcake when you're not in my arms. Baby, uh, we're really in love.
4: Like a positive song? You. Baby, we're
2: really in love. This, this is. is Hank you Williams is no joke. Like this is fantastic. Happy, happy
4: with you. Hope you Baby. Give us a oops. Show.
0: Next up, Rambling Man. Oh, I'm to ramble. Ramblin' Man. Oh wait, this is a minor, Ros- Rosie. This is one of these few minor ones. You're right. You're right It's like when Francis uh, Scott was uh, digging no coal. No, let me do the jokes, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe I'm trying to write this national anthem, and meanwhile, I got to go to my job in the diamond mines. <laughs> <laughs> That's a minor key. <laughs> Hello. Francis Lord Scott Key here. Made me what key is this national anthem in? Alan my man. head and knee. Honky Tonk Blues. He had trouble recording this. I talked about this on the Ray Charles episode a little bit.
4: Hell, I, live my home, I don't home
0: remember
4: that one. Another my, good song. Oh, they're, they're all good songs. Out and get the honky tonk blues.
0: Oh, we know, blues. I bet the honky tonk blues is, you need an antibiotic for that. That sounds really bad. I'm sorry long for, long for you, my friend. Oh, no. You
4: were wrong, but still you had your way. You
1: Worst song on the 40. How could you know? There's so many songs. When's Jambalaya coming? When's window shopping? Russell more to rates Jambalaya. everything. He's a, he's a list guy. I listen, you know I list. listen. Yeah. I pay attention. I, I, I respect that about you.
0: Uh, here's what uh, um, Russell something date. Half as much. Just make your own. Russell something
3: tired. date. <laughs> Two months I out. give up. If you love
2: me half as much as I love you. This one is also known as the song. You know where you messed up and didn't do the right parody song? Yo, what's that? You should have done Matt's notes on Jambalaya, like the notes he can't understand. It should have been like Menzies from whatever and all the stuff, Matt. You should have put that in Menzies on Flashlights
0: Oh Mayo, oh, Pervert Elbow. Yes. Jambalaya, his most covered song.
4: Oh, this one? Yep. Goodbye, Joe.
1: I,
0: I am realizing now that when I put in two seconds of music before he sings over 40 songs, that's actually quite a bit of time of this album that's devoted to that same notes like before he's talking
1: about how he wants to like go stick his head in the outhouse. This is the song right? that led me to Googling feely Powder, which I still don't know exactly what it is, but I know it thickens your gumbo. What are you talking about? feely Powder? Philae powder It's what thickens the gumbo I don't know what it's made of but You googled this? Yeah Because he says philae in the song And you gotta know what he's talking about So you google (laughs) No I do not need to know what he's talking about There's a
0: song called Jambalaya. I am not looking up the lyrics.
2: 30 seconds ago you ripped me for having an opinion on one of the 40 songs and you're like you're googling Filio powder. I know. I know. I got I get Aaron's multitudes.
0: job. I got to get contain Aaron's contain job. Multitudes. I'm at my job like working hard and having meetings and doing shit. Aaron's looking uh, up Philly uh, uh, powder.
2: How many teach how many classes are you teaching these days? Man, I'm giving performance Today reviews I taught
0: while three. I'm looking up Philly powder. Window shopping.
2: Shopping. Rob, you might Just give away your kisses in Vegas, but you'd never give shopping. away your heart.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, we have so many uh, songs left. Windows 95 that? shopping. That was me in high school. I got a new computer. that <laughs> had Windows 95 on it. <laughs> Setting the woods on fire.
1: That seems like a bad idea. Nah, it's fun. Hand, paint I actually like it. We're
0: so tired. And I you win again. This was recorded one day after his divorce
1: was finalized. This, this has some of his best singing, I think. Yes, this is hard. Like this is hard to sing along. I mean, his voice, I is just.
4: Yeah. And when he does
1: "What Can I Do," that's like, that's classic, great singing, like some of the best vocalizing. And now, American, the moment you've been waiting for—it, the
0: last single. Released during his lifetime With only six songs left on this album oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll never get out of this World alive
4: Oof.
0: Tough one to be released last In your life
4: you kind of See now
0: I do think you can I start to hear him to Wearing look, down here a little bit Back problems Alcoholism, prescription pills going to Vegas wanting to go to a restaurant instead of having fun of with his friends. A very long podcast.
4: My fishing pole broke the creek
0: is full of... The other song that has drums on it, Kailaga. You, pl-
4: you don't
2: have to play Kailaga. You can just skip, yeah, skip it. You can skip, skip it. it. Yep. Hmm. This one was like way out of line with everything else. Yeah. I don't understand it. No. You're cheating it's, heart. There we go. Country's
0: most important standard. You know... More important
2: than stand by your man? One of our favorite artists ever, Beck, has covered a number of Hank Williams songs. He's covered Lonesome Whistle, I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry, Love Sick Blues, You Win Again. But he also covered Your Cheating Heart on an album called Hank Williams. Oh. It had to be called something else. But there was Bob Dylan, cheryl Crow, Tom Petty, Keith Richards, Lucinda Williams, Johnny Cash, all covered songs for one album. All covers of Hank Williams. Check out your Cheating Heart by Beck. It's crazy.
4: He likes to do
1: this kind of creepy atmospheric thing. Right? Kind of Roy Orbison
0: sound. Oh, you're right. Uh, It's funny to think of that list you did, Russell, that so many of those people are dead except for Keith Richards.
2: He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, that's funny, isn't it? I don't so know I think a, I think uh, when it, when it comes to covering one of the greatest songwriters ever, who did it better?
0: <laughs>
2: That's the what we're going with. Back I don't know. What Do you want me to cover for that? Okay, we're gonna guys. Right you know now, what, energy Rob, up. It's taking every bit of me not to to skip my Muppets thing. I said, yeah, I'm skipping it because we're <sighs> going too slow. No, come on, Russell. What is the Muppets one? Wait, is there a Muppets? All thing? right. So so you know, a lot of these songs are about unrequited love, like all this lonesomeness and everything. And the Muppets actually have a song like this too. It's a bluegrass song. I forgot the name of it, but you can play it, Rob. You don't want my. And it actually, love. It, it, it it actually features the drummer life. from Dr. You Ethan Back and Go. Don't want, want your
4: you you so Yeah. Whoa. It's cold and you're so warm. All trees green. I can't understand. get
0: us out of the. You Russell, you might be onto something with the Muppet songs being. They're good. fun. I get it. Oh my God. Oh. I can't remember where we left off, guys. We better start over. First song, move it on (laughs) over. Okay. Take these chains
2: from my heart.
4: Take these tears from my eyes. And let me
2: see. Yeah, we don't need to make this like a medical procedure. Has Nora Jones covered more of these songs than I think? I feel like she covered this one too, right? She Nora Jones has covered a bunch of these. She has, right? Okay. Yeah. I won't be
0: home. I won't be home no more. Again, divorce the day before this.
4: I'll tell
0: you what, guys. If I get divorced, we're doing a podcast the next day. We're gonna Hank. We're gonna do the Hank Williams special.
2: <laughs> for this guy though, his divorce sounds probably like the most positive day of his life. Heaven's right. I'm here for you. At least he didn't jump in like an empty river. <laughs> Hey, rolling going,
0: uh, my life has fallen apart I'm uh, living in a tiny apartment Way out in Queens now uh, I just think back about how many mistakes I've made
1: But the kebabs are good
0: Yeah, I just I thought it'd be fun living by myself But it, it really isn't uh, You know, Russell, how's rolling going How's it go with you? Oh yeah, I went uh, uh, What do you guys think about sandwiches? Sandwiches are good, aren't you? you just hear me crying in the background Oh
3: my hot god dog. Is it a sandwich? <laughs> Hot dog flavored just water hear me cry. What he's drinking.
0: Oh, oh, what did I do? We were together for 17 beautiful years. We so, close. Oh, only so two, close. Only two songs
1: left and he can't play them. He, so wants, he wants to hit the 3 a.m. mark. He's got to do it. He's trying so hard. Oh he wants to make it.
0: Hey,
2: guys. He this to get this album is
0: a rolling dissolution of my marriage. <laughs> I can't believe it happened. But I'm here doing the podcast. we got to put out number 346. <laughs> who, who the fuck knows what band that is? <laughs> Matt, what's 346? Tell me what that's going to be, my divorce <laughs> special, my Hank Williams special. <laughs> Weary Blues from
3: Waitin'. Arctic Monkeys AM.
1: Oh, Arctic Monkeys. That'll be fun. Yeah. Oh, another slow one. Oh, Within God. 10 Weary weeks blues.
0: of his death, he had as many albums on the market as he did when he lived. <sighs> If I die, I need to tell you guys how no, to transfer I don't, I don't this conversation. I need to tell you guys how no, to transfer this on, podcast to on. a non pay <laughs> one. So it's just going to be up forever.
2: The worst part of if that happened, Rob, is if we needed to take down all the episodes, we wouldn't have the password because your wife has terrible passwords. Oh, my skills. God. So if we asked for like the, the pod bean password, no, no, we wouldn't no be way. able to get it. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. You might need to resend that sometime soon. Yeah, maybe write it down. Matt somewhere. knows it. Matt, Matt
0: knows it. You can send Instagram with it. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, my God. Is. Guys, you better pray I live.
1: <laughs> I do every day. Oh, that's, oh, man, that's I, 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 depressing. That's actually more depressing. I first can't time. have this stuff up on the internet <laughs> First forever, thing I do when I wake mean, up every have to morning come down I pray that Rob lives through this day. And it's already, you know, 9 a.m. your time by the time I wake up. We started <laughs> at number
0: one. This is Casey Kasem, do Kasem counting down the top 40 Hank Williams songs. Going from yep. one to forty in an order that only insane people would do, if they're maybe <laughs> devoting a large part of their life, it turns out, to doing something like this. Number one was moving on over. Number forty,
1: I saw the light. Is this an Ace of Base song?
2: Oh my that's god! A good joke, it it is, is an Ace of Base song. the <laughs> you guys give Aaron the credit he deserves for that joke. <laughs> I
3: think they
2: covered
4: so this. Low hanging fruit. Yeah. Low hanging fruit. Wow.
0: I'm not going to make all of that. <laughs> she wants is another baby joke. Okay, it's not going <laughs> to happen. The
4: night, live alone, live alone. I didn't realize he had I written that. I do love that. gospel I, songs. He
0: wrote this song. He wrote. It says he wrote that song. I thought that wow. was just like a song that just existed and like yeah, right, came out right, of the yeah. ether.
1: Right. <sighs>
3: Did well, we all do? Bit uh, ends well. Holy cow! They didn't
2: know that song. That's, did we that's all do, a great
0: song. Did we all do Rolling Going? Do we need to go back and do it? Is there one more
2: we need to do? <laughs> guys, let's I'm gonna ask you guys for instructions on this ovipositor. <laughs> oh god, that was this episode. <laughs> it was.
1: Everybody's favorite part oh no. of the show, the are we? Are we that recording? Did, did, it did it we? Did we did oh, I pushed
3: stop record on everything. We need to start over. <laughs> listen. Guys. I knew we'd end this podcast somehow. We would go down in sick. a fiery blaze yeah.
2: glory. <laughs> Here's the deal. Hank I still Williams. got a half a pitcher of these
3: shandies to drink.
0: Oh, no, I God. forgot about that. Jesus Christ. Yeah.
3: Rob, you got you got a Olympiad or something like that coming up? I got basketball practice in about six hours. I'll tell you you're what. Coaching or just watching? Just watching. Oh, you're just I just have to get up and... Feed breakfast and get them there. I'm not going to lie. I have
0: never been as worried about Russell
3: since the Skittles (laughs) drink incident
0: as I am with this pitcher.
2: I've really, I've probably consumed about half a beer so far. You're doing okay. Mm -hmm. Good. Listen, this album,
0: 132 Hank Williams, 40 greatest hits. Okay, Not to be confused. Okay, I was on a YouTube, and you guys wouldn't believe this. I was on YouTube and I was watching, and I just saw Home Run after Home Run and I had accidentally clicked on Hank Aaron's greatest 40 hits. Greatest hits. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's a good
0: joke. <laughs> and I'm not gonna make a Roberto Clemente
2: two hits joke. Okay. I think it, he had, had three hundred homers, didn't he? You hey, think, you know I what? How did three heavy hey, I'll I'll keep this brief, but
0: Rob, how did he die? Well, he had he had one big hit, and it's <laughs> so when his plane hit the ground. Oh. Uh, now another classic Rob bit. Bringing everybody up. Hey, I break you down and then sometimes I build you back up. Here's the deal, okay? This is Hank Williams' 40 greatest hits as decided by this people who put together this record who made us listen to it and they're making us do a long episode. Rude. Something to think about. Now, is this album at 132 perfectly matched? It's perfect. It goes right there. I love it. Okay? Is this... A little I saw the light on songs and should be further back, which, of course, is a higher number. That would be rolling grown. It is not that great. Mm. Or is this album should be way higher? Guys, this is the everything's based on this. It should be way higher. That would be a rolling bone. It should have been higher up. Rosie, what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone or rolling grown Hank Williams top 40. And Aaron, can you hurry up, please?
1: Outrageous. This is not an album. I love these songs. They're great songs. He's a great songwriter. It's not an album. It doesn't belong on the list. We got to figure out another way to honor Hank Williams. That doesn't involve putting a not album on an album list. Rolling groan. Russell. I'm
2: going to echo. Oh, sorry. Robbie. (laughs) I'm going to echo what I'm going to echo Aaron's thoughts on this. I love all the songs. I could listen to a lot of this stuff over and over, but it's not an album. I don't really understand why it's on the list. It's, comparing apples to oranges. So I'm going to say it's rolling grown. I'm going to come in hot right at the end here and say, I think this is a secret college vibe.
0: I do think you could play this for oh, a little bit and get 100%. away with it. Cool yes. guy on the floor. Yes. A little too much, you'd get depressed, but I think it's a little bit would be great. Matt, what do you I think rolling, rolling Bone or Rolling Groan? Tell the one listener, yep. tell tell John Vermeidina the one person who's still listening.
3: Everybody, every, I was going to go with everything that Rosie said. Rolling Groan. This is not an album. This is not made for this list. One of the best singers of all time, best writers, best country songs. Great. We'll add it to that list. But this is not an album and does not belong. So it's rolling grown. Unfortunately, you are incorrect. Okay. That's shocking. Just shocked. I'm just shocked at that. This
0: album is a rolling Domination. Okay. Domination? This guy has more hits than Bobby Bonilla, is what I wrote yesterday. And apparently, I thought that was the funniest name I'd
2: come up with. (laughs) It's the first Bobby Bonilla joke that didn't relate to his uh, annuity.
0: This guy's really, you you cannot ignore hit after hit. He basically built, I mean, you're telling me that Moving On Over is not the first rock and roll song. Listen to this. This is the first rock and roll song. Fuck Bill Haley. Fuck the Comets. This is number one. Ten years earlier.
4: This is it. This is it. This
0: is number one. This should be number one on the list. Greatest album of all time. Thank you. End of story. Rob's right. Next up, this album sounds like a move that somebody choked me with at Jiu-Jitsu this week. It's What's Hajira by Joni Mitchell.
1: Oh, it's one of Prince's
0: favorite Joni Mitchell albums. When you want to hear about the greatest albums of all time. Guys, there were a lot of songs. We should have sped through that a little faster.
2: We're <laughs> actually not
0: bad on time.
3: Speak for yourself, Russell. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourselves. <laughs>
4: The perfect podcast for
2: you, Jack Beck did it better. It's too bad this wasn't the 41 greatest hits by Hank Williams because the number 41 that got left off the list was called uh, "Cheeseballs Chew Spit." (laughs) People kind of said the the critics have said it's kind of pleasant but not memorable. (laughs) It's time. Let him hear that dig. Oh, (laughs)
4: goodbye.
2: Goodbye. That was about the
3: best one you've done in a while. That was a good one there.